All right, it's one minute past nine o'clock. If everyone would please, uh, if you're able, rise. And let us bow our heads as we say, Lord, we thank you for the blessings you have bestowed upon us. We thank you for the opportunity to gather here today to conduct the business of the county. We ask that you grant us patience and perseverance during our trials and tribulations and humility and gratitude with our victories. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Ms. Feetson, would you lead us in the pledges, please? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas, one state under God, one All right, court will come to order. I'll entertain a motion to open the meeting. I move we open. Motion has been made by Commissioner Brosman to open the meeting. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternoddle. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. We are open for business. item on our agenda is to consider and take appropriate action in improving the following minutes from the meetings of July 27th and August the 3rd and if you've had an opportunity to look over those minutes I'll entertain a motion to approve them well, we approve the minutes from the July 27th and August 3rd 2023 meetings second motion has been made by Commissioner Brosman and seconded by Commissioner Sternoddle. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you. And now we have our next item on the agenda, open public comments, petitions, requests, statements from the public. Do we have anybody sign in, Ms. Feetson? Yes. I have him down on item. Okay. Yep. Go ahead, sir. Uh, good morning to the court. Um, well, the comments I'm going to make are a little bit unpleasant, but I consider these things that have to be said. And so I'm going to do the hard thing, I'm going to say these things. Um, I was here for the budget last year for the whole year, and that was my first budget year. And comparing that to this year, I have to say there was a lot more discussion last year and a lot more openness. And the budget process, I think, got started a little sooner. And comparing that to this year, I come to these meetings, I've been to all the budget workshops this year, I didn't miss a single one. And the comments.
conversations have been a lot shorter. There's not been nearly as much conversation. Um, I don't feel like there's been nearly as much transparency. And last year I was in here, uh, and the only thing I was really talking about last year was last month was, excuse me, last week was fund balances. The balances that I saw in those funds were so low that they alarmed me. And it turned out I was using old numbers, and I apologize for that. But then I get the numbers this week, and those budget, those fund balances are still ultra low. And there's some other differences in this budget. So there's roughly, since last week, this is just since last week, there's an additional roughly $800,000 worth of expenses. Um, our deficit has gone even higher in the last week. The, the fund balances are lower. Uh, 1.3 million in new expenses just since last week. I'm really curious what that is. And I know we're gonna get to the budget later. I couldn't help but notice the sheriff's salary and the elected officials paid. So right now the sheriff is making $72,000 and he's asking for 80. Last week he was asking for 80. This week the sheriff's salary is proposed to be on $95,000 next year, which is an increase of 31% over his current salary. And I just don't know where that came from. It wasn't in here last week. Sure, I couldn't help but notice it's the exact same salary as the proposed to the EMS director and only $1,000 less than what the county judge makes. And you know, this again, when I saw that, it caused me to go look at all the department heads, right? So I've got a pretty fair idea of what all the department heads make now, and I just <coughs> that jump in uh, salary increase shocks me. The sheriff's budget right now is proposed to be $5.1 million. Last year was like 4.1, so there's a 24% increase proposed in the sheriff's budget right now, right now. EMS is only up 12%. I mean, that's still pretty stiff. But again, our government is proposing to spend $2.8 million more this year than last year. And that's a 10.3% increase in expenses. And that's more than, that's a bigger increase than we've ever seen in the 12 years that I looked at it. <coughs> so again, uh, let me just go down my list a little bit here. Um, I want you to wrap it up in 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I, uh, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I knew, the court allows me five minutes to speak here. You're pretty close to five minutes. Am I? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, then I'll, I'll be very quick. Um, I expect, I don't know how we can expect to pay for these deficits. So next year, we're going to have the same expenses, but how are you going to raise revenues enough to increase them? And then I expect, what about the other half of the county employees that didn't get these 10% raises? Or, or is not everybody deserving of raises? And what's going to happen next year? Are they not going to come forward and ask for 5%? I don't think these, I don't think these revenues and expenses are sustainable, and I think we should pare back our increases this year to five or seven percent. I think ten percent is just too much this year, and I'll have more comments later. Thank you. Well, I would just comment and uh, respond to you, Mr. Burnson. This is an ongoing process. This started six weeks ago. It's going to continue today. It's going to continue. Any other? Comments. If not, I'll entertain a motion to accept the public comments. I move to accept public comment and close comments. Well, the motion's been made by Commissioner Birkenhoff. Second. Second by Commissioner McBroom. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion's carried. <coughs> Item number four consider and take appropriate action and potentially approve the Fayette County Clerk's Records Archives plans for the year 2024 for the preservation. We're at number 
No, I'm sorry. Open and hold a public hearing to consider and accept comments proposing the proposed Fayette County Clerk's record archives plans for 2024 in accordance with the Texas Government Code and accept such comments. Ms. Feetson? Good morning, Judge and Commissioners. So, um, by statute, I have to hold an annual public hearing to let you know and get approval on how I plan to spend the archive money to protect and preserve the, the archives in the county clerk's office. Um, archive money, again, just as to let everyone know where this money comes from, it's on our daily official public records, our recordings, our federal tax liens, DBAs, deed records, anything to that sort. Uh, not marriage licenses or any uh, vital records, but just our recordings. We, there's a part of that fee goes into a special account, the archives, that I can only, spe very specific items that I can use, and it's only on our archival stuff to, to, to preserve it. So, and that's what I'm going to kind of tell you what I have planned for this year. So, since 2010, we've collected in this account over 720000 And so, since I've been in office, I've been really trying to hit and make sure that we had all of our archives preserved properly. We've got a long way to go, but I'm still doing it. We did remove everything that's considered archival that is that was in the coop. It is now safely in our vault areas at the county clerk's office. This year, I am I'm conservatively... I'm being very conservative on what we're bringing in. I'm saying 80,000 just into this account because our recordings are down. Interest rates are higher and across, I've talked to many clerks and it's not just in Fayette County, it's everywhere. Recordings are down, you know, a, a good chunk. So I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm taking that into consideration. So I will at least have 80,000 in that account um, adding to my balance for for the end of this year. So I'm looking at a working balance at the beginning of next year, around 103000 and I am looking to spend 94000 of that, which will give me about 9000 left. I don't have to worry about like our normal budget because this money is going to be in there, this is in there. I can't spend it on anything except up to 94000 because that's what I'm asking for. So I don't have to worry about that. And with these funds, my goal is to, everything that I collect, I have to use. So, um, on my co-file preservation proposal, I'm still working on the birth records. And I'm just, I brought one of them today. This is what we've been working on. So, this is the very first of our um, birth records. These hold the 18, 1800s. Um, and this is the project that I've been working on. This yeah. you can set it down, Brenda. You sure? Yes. <laughs> okay, so um, it's a disaster safe binder. It's considered a portable safe, and it was it, it was developed after Hurricane Katrina. They want to be able to preserve archive records from fire, water, humidity, mold. Um, this is top of the line stuff. Clerks in the past have been using other items or other ways to preserve and now they're seeing it wasn't preserving like this one. This is top of the line. It's a one-time deal. We, we do it and we're done. Um, it's fire, rain, water. It, it sh 
this is the best that that's out there. Some birth records. Birth records. I'm also going to do death records in this as well. Uh, we can't afford to do all everything, um, but this is the 1800s through the 1950s, and this is considered one of the real important items that we need to keep. Keep all of our land records and everything. We have. I'm working on preserving. Back in the day, in our office, they were preserving some of the some of it in a special way, but it's not done properly. I, I will have to be redoing it. You have these digitally too, right? These are digitized. Oh yes, we have them digitized. We have We also have copies, digitized copies, and these are the originals. I'm trying to get all the archives in those three formats. Um, and then also we have it, I have it in the safe deposit box. I have hard drives with all that as well. We should be good, I don't really. And then we also have it up in the cloud with um, EDOC, so we, we have it covered, but I got a lot, long way to go, and I can only do so much here. So in, inside, there's archive pockets, and it's, and that's what I wanted to kind of see if I can open it just to show you what it looks like. These are, oops, so these are originals. Now, I know these are from the 1800s, you're saying this doesn't look like 1800s, back in the 1800s, they didn't have birth certificates. So these were done in the early 1900s. They started through vital statistics. They started, they got their information and they put it on here and, and that's where this comes from. But this, these are the very first birth records that we have on file from the 1800s. This is the strongest paper or plastic that you can find. Um, and it is where there's a seal where you can get into it if you need to be. But it's not glued or taped in, so it's never going to affect that, that record. So we're doing everything we can the best way we can. And so with that, what I'm asking is um, your approval on for 2024 that I spent up to 94000 to continue preserving the birth records at this time. I'm trying to do birth records and first then the death records in the archival all right as I stand as I understand it <clears throat> this is part of a public hearing yes so is there any other comments you want to make or anybody want to make any if not me? I'll entertain a motion to close <coughs> the public hearing I make <clears throat> I move to accept all comments and close public hearing motion has been made by Commissioner Birkenhoff to close the public hearing second Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. All right, Ms. Feetsum, consider and take appropriate action and potentially approve the Fayette County Clerk's Records Archive Plan for 2024 for the preservation and restoration of archived records and authorize the County Clerk to sign the preservation project on the birth records by co-file. Blake has looked over the contract as well, and everything is in order. I'm just wanting to continue this project. <coughs> this is phase two, and there's two parts to this phase. So for this, for 2024, I'm wanting to work up to 94,000, and then there's like a 90,000 balance that I'll look at for 2025. So for this year, I'm looking to spend up to 94. Do we have to do proper procurement on this? Since it's over fifty thousand dollars, it's co-file, I believe, is yeah, the, the smart. Yes. The text is smart by yes. smart board. Yes, yes. Smart board. And, and we've yes. done business with them last or this past year. 
I move to approve the county clerk's record archive plan for 2024 and authorize the county clerk to sign the preservation project on birth records by co-file. Motion has been made by Commissioner McBroom. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternoddle. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Feetson. All right, this next item, open and hold public hearing to consider and accept comments, both written and oral, from members of the public concerning the appropriate speed limit of Creamer Creek Road in Precinct Birkenhoff's <coughs> area accept comments and close public hearing so one of the issues with the particular road on uh Creamer creek is when there's an accident on the bluff a lot of the traffic is diverted down Creamer creek or a country club and so the residents are concerned uh that when there is accident or construction that a lot of people do use it as, as a diversion route so uh that's why they're asking me if we can push the court to slow the to lower it. we had lowered it to 40 and they're asking there's quite a few homes right close to the road so they're asking to uh, lower for 35 is the reason i'm asking for that is that your recommendation yes sir it is i'm not sure if there's any other comments well i don't know why we would want to go against the request yeah. of the people living right there because as you say that road's right on top of their home almost it is so if that if you're if you're making a motion mm -hmm. i'll second it i move that we um well, move that we close public hearing. Close. We accept all comments and close public hearing. Okay, anybody else going to make any comments on the, in this public hearing? If not, a uh, motion has been made to close the public hearing by Commissioner Birkenhoff. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh, opposed? Motion carries. Next item, consider and take appropriate action in making a finding and determination of the prima facie speed limit concerning the named roads is unreasonable or unsafe and in making and in signing four orders concerning the appropriate speed limit for creamer creek road that we just talked about yes yeah yeah it should be one order you want to make that yeah, motion remember we determined that the <clears throat> prima facie speed limit on Creamer Creek Road is unsafe, and I move that we set the speed limit at 35 miles per hour. I'll second that motion. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. All right. Next item on our agenda is to review and approve election judges and deputy early voting clerks for a period beginning September 1 of this year through August 31st of the year 2025. Uh, Ms. Hefner, I believe you're going to speak to that. Good morning, Judge. Good morning, Commissioners. So this is our appointment of election judges for the next two years. Uh, I've already had two people that probably will drop off of this list due to some changes that were made by the legislature. So I will give y'all a revised one as soon as those people are replaced in a few weeks. But for now, this is our list of election judges and clerks that we have that we plan to use for the next two years it's just a, for you to look at and see if you have any concerns with any of the appointments and of course you have given this consideration before you propose it to us yes the, that these come from the parties the parties are the ones that actually send me these folks and then we just plug them in with the exception of the deputy early voting clerks, that's my hires, and the early voting ballot board, which y'all actually have the approval authority for. 
which those are the two that I'm going to probably lose, is the early voting ballot board, uh, presiding judge and alternate judge. They have changed that rule. We used to only begin to meet on election day, but now we have to meet nine days before the election, and that's creating conflicts for these folks because they work and they don't want to give up that much time from their jobs to, to participate in these activities. Is it still hard to find people? Yeah, it is, but um, it's getting easier again. I think COVID really was probably the biggest factor on that. We're uh, some there have been some concerns with the way that they've changed the uh, uh, some of the uh, uh, mishaps from misdemeanors to felonies that a lot of people are getting afraid to work. But I, I'm like, you know, I can't help them with that. It is what it is, and. If you're not doing anything wrong, I tell them if you're not doing anything wrong intentionally, then most of the time no one's going to try to throw you in jail. I move we approve the election judges and deputy early voting clerks for a period beginning 9-1-23 through 8-31-25. Make a motion been made by Commissioner McBroom. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you, Ms. Hefner. Well, I think you're next up on the agenda. Review and approve the proposed Election Day polling locations for the November 7, 2023 Constitutional Amendment election and the Fayette County Special Election. So this is, again, this is for your review to so you know what polling places we plan to use in each of your precincts. There's one that I highlighted because that is a change uh, that is in the city of Round Top or the precinct of Round Top, which is 207, which is in Commissioner Sternauto's uh, precinct. We're planning to move that location from the Round Top Town Hall, if I'm calling it correctly, out to the American Legion Hall due to it's a bigger facility and better parking. Um, and so I'm open, this is not setting a stone, but if anybody had any concerns about that move, we can certainly move it back to the town hall. Um, we try to make these changes in smaller elections, which this one will be, to give people a chance to try out the new location before we have a major election that has more people voting. So, Would that be referred to the town hall or the courthouse? I don't know what it truly is. I always What's that? The round top court. Is it a town hall or is it courthouse? That's a courthouse. Courthouse, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never attended court there, but that's what I was told it is. So. Yeah. So. <coughs> so, it really, I think, at this, you know. It, I, yeah, so Ms. Hefner and I have discussed this, and I think it's a very good move. I think to accessibility is great out there the parking's great uh the only thing that her and i discussed is that it does sit off the road a pretty good ways and it might be a little difficult for some people to find the, the driveway the location so she was talking about possibly putting some signage out there to, you know some maybe some bigger signs that say voting here or whatever till people get familiar with it it might require a little more uh, so people can find it a little easier. Sure. We've actually <laughs> it's kind of tucked under the old trees back there. Yeah. We've talked to Carlton, and we haven't ordered them yet because we were waiting to see if we actually made the move, but we ordered three very tall feather signs that say vote here. So we put like three in front of that, right there on the road in front of it, so people would have a chance to see it. 
I can't remember, Luke, does it only have one driveway in or two? One. It's one driveway in. So we put like three out front, and then we're going to use them for early voting. When we're doing early voting, we'll put them in front of our building, but on election day. Well, I appreciate that. I'm not going to have to sit out there with a sign. Well, we might still have to do that. And then on the election day, you have signage at the Roundhouse Courthouse saying it's been moved? That will have a notice posted to let voters know. Because I'm sure a lot of people have voted a long time in that courthouse. They sure have, and that's a big change for them. And and it, you know, and I don't want to create any angst for people, but we would probably, even though we only have to post for this one election, we probably will post for every election throughout 2024 just to remind people that that changes. And there's country. also not going to be a charge for that facility. No. They were very excited about us using their facility. And that is the only change offered, ma'am? Yes. Well, with yes, that, sir. Okay, I would say that we approve the uh, polling location for the November 7th, 2023 Constitutional Amendment Election and Fayette County Special Election. I'll second that. Second by Commissioner Sternoddle. All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh, opposed? Motion carries. Thank you, Ms. Hefner. Thank you. Okay, our next item, number nine. Here, a monthly report from Mr. Clint Sternoddle, our County Inspector and in Office of Development and Permitting. Mr. Sternoddle? Good morning, Judge and Commissioners. Good, good morning. So, I have a pretty standard issue report for the month of July. Uh, you'll see our septic permits issued were 26 for that month, 25 inspections. We had 18 development permits and seven divisions of property, almost, almost identical to the previous month. Pretty busy as we'd expect in the summertime. Uh, haven't had any rain to slow any of the contractors down working. A little dip and some of the divisions of property there. Uh, the seven divisions were broken up as three in precinct one, two in precinct two, and then one in three and four as well. Uh, that was three family divisions for the month of July. No platted subdivisions. One application that was less than 10 acres, and then three that were either larger than 10 or properties between neighbors. Uh, all of those seven applications resulted in nine new tracks created in the county. Uh, pretty, pretty standard month for us. Y'all have any questions for Mr. Sternano? Will we accept the report from Ken Sternoddle? Motion has been made by Commissioner Brosman. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. And again, Clint, I want to commend you for the job you do. Uh, I visit with other county judges and they have nowhere close to the amount of work that you're doing here. Thank you. Uh, we have far more people wanting to divide up property in the county. Uh, Next item on the agenda, again, Mr. Sternoddle, consider and take appropriate action in accepting construction bond from Terry Ward for the Hartfield subdivision, bond effective until the road is substantially complete in authorizing Terry Ward to sell lots. Okay, so this is a project in Precinct 2. Um, the bond value here is in the amount of $716,799.15. Uh, that bond was officially in effect as of June 20th. Um, this was again for the Hartfield project uh, that Mr. Ward is working on. I believe they're under construction now um, and moving along pretty well. I don't expect we'll, if the weather holds out, we'll have this bond in place very long and they'll have it done. Uh, <coughs> and 
then once we receive that letter of substantial completion from the engineers, we will at that time uh, release the bond to them. This is also a contractor and a developer that we've worked with in the past, uh, so I do have pretty good faith that this will be a smooth project. This is in your precinct? It is. Yeah, they're moving right along with it. They're limestoning it today. Uh, don't seem to be a problem with it. I moved that we accept a, a construction bond from Terry Ward for the Hardfield subdivision. Second. A motion has been made by Commissioner Sternadel and seconded by Commissioner McBroom. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Item 11, consider and take appropriate action in releasing Viviala Lane, Wiedemann Road, and Scott School Road in uh, Precinct 3, Commissioner Birkenhoff's precinct, of the routing agreement and road use bond agreement with ROCC Oil and Gas LP, approved in Commissioner's Court August 25th of 2022 and March 24th of 2023. This was uh, an item we had from the previous regular Commissioner's Court agenda. Uh, what happened was Baytex has merged with ROCC and taken over their uh, all their assets and as well as their previous liabilities. So this uh, bond agreement, they did have some road repairs yes. uh, that we spoke with Harvey on and we did get writing and confirmation from them that they are uh, going to be paying us yeah. for those road repairs, correct? Correct. Uh, <clears throat> Amber had uh, sent a statement, uh, sent an invoice to them and we're just waiting to get payment of that. It was around $62,000 for a portion of Scott School Road that they had, that they used. So. And then as far as their continued operations on that area, we did approve a new uh, agreement with yeah. Baytex now. So they are, the county is still covered for those roads. Uh, this is simply releasing the previous one under the old name of ROCC then. Just question on the liability of this. I mean, should we wait till the check is in hand? I mean, I, I don't, I mean, they have writing, but it doesn't mean anything. And we still have a bond in place to cover it. Once we cancel, re relieve this bond, we're just at their mercy of saying they'll pay us, right? So if I'm interpreting their documentation correct, um, we have a, I'm not sure what you call it, but we have a letter from Baytech saying that they have acquired all of uh, the assets and liabilities of ROCC and that they are liable from it. Um, we have it in writing via an email, um, and we also do have those roads covered under Baytech's new name. Yeah, I'm just worried about because it was done. I mean, this is a blank question. I mean, I, I don't know the answer if that'll hold up, and I just don't want to. I don't want to walk away with sixty thousand dollars on the table, and once we release release this bond, that's it on that bond. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to say um, without you know we're not privy. They didn't send us all of the documentation from the acquisition or anything like that mm -hmm. to review. Um, it is definitely a risk, you know, if they turn around and say, well, sorry, that was. You know, that was the prior company's bond. We're not going to go ahead and pay that. That fee, um, the county would have the right to take action on that to pursue that. But at that point, you're talking about legal action rather than just having. Because he said that place. they've got the invoice. He said that they, <clears throat> it's gone through their paperwork, but we haven't got it yet. I mean, it hasn't. Re you haven't received it in your office, and it may come tomorrow, but we still haven't gotten it. So can, can we release it contingent upon payment? Sure. I mean, that, that way it doesn't have to come back to the court again. Uh, I would feel good about that. Okay. 
Like I said, it, it, it may just show up any day because it's been a couple of weeks since I we endorsed him for it. Okay, so I'm fine make with that. that in the motion that okay. we uh, approve it upon uh, contingent upon receiving the payment. Okay. I move we release the road agreement bond for Vivial, Wiedemann Road, and Scott School Road. Um, on contingent of getting the $62,000 check for the repair for Scott School Road uh, with ROCC oil and gas um, that was approved on Commissioner's Court on August 25th, 2022. Okay. A second. Motion has been made by Commissioner Birkenhoff, second by Commissioner McBroom. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. <clears throat> Motion number, uh, item number 12, approve the routing agreement and road use bond agreement submitted by Sandalwood Exploration LP for said company's overweight loads to travel as indicated on the attached map on the following road of Old Welder Road in Commissioner Birkenhoff's precinct, a public road in Fayette County. Yes, and we have received all these signed originals back uh, this is a new company coming in. Uh, this is the one, I believe, on Mr. Berger's property yes. that we met with uh, a few times. And they are uh, proceeding as we discussed, and we've received all their originals. Okay. I move we approve the routing agreement and road use bond agreement submitted by Sandalwood Exploration for the following roads, Old Welder Road and Precinct 3. I'll second that motion. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you again, Mr. Turnottle. We appreciate it. Uh, item number 13, consider and take appropriate action in designated Richard, des designating Richard Mooring, Chief Appraiser as Fayette County's designated officer to figure property tax rates. Commissioner McBroom. This is when we went to the conference in Galveston, one of the classes was saying how we need to officially designate somebody as figuring the tax rate. Uh, since we do, it's not done through the tax assessor collector's office in this county, it's done through appraisal district. So their suggestion to do this, it is in their, his contract that he does this, but this is just kind of blatantly coming out and saying this is who figures the tax rates for us. Does this have to be done every year? Or is it just a one-time thing? I don't know the no. answer to that. I'll make that motion. Second. Seconded by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Uh, Opposed? Motion carries. Next item on the agenda is consider and take appropriate action concerning Texas Department of Motor Vehicles inspections, uh, excuse me, impos impositions and optional fees for calendar year 2024. Uh, Ms. Sylvia, are you here? There you are. Good morning, Judge. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So we are at the uh, time of the year that our, our county commissioner's courts are statutorily required to, to notify the Texas Department of uh, Motor Vehicles uh, what our uh, positions are on the um, imposition or removal or, or the, um, excuse me, optional fees. Our optional fee for, for Fayette County has been for the last, I'm not sure how many years, but I know it's been several years. It's been the road and bridge for $10, and that is the max that we, that a county can charge as far as an optional fee. 
and uh, there is a, a, an optional one too, it's a child safety fee, but that's, that's fifty, and that requires the, um, that it has to go to a certain, to a certain, you know, uh, project. So, uh, knowing that we've always done the pay, the, the, uh, the bridge fee fund, my, my recommendation would be just to continue what we have done, which is the $10. All right. <clears throat> Anybody have any thoughts on that? I'm fine with staying the same as we are. So I, I move that we consider option A uh, on the sheet for the uh, Texas Department of Motor Vehicles imposition of optional fees, which says the same as last year. This motion has been made by Commissioner McBroom. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternoddle. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you, Thank you Sylvia. Sylvia. Item 15, consider and take appropriate action concerning approval rules and conditions of use for large meeting training room and small meeting conference room at the Fayette County Agricultural Building and the attached list of organizations for use of the training and conference rooms. I believe Blake and perhaps Cassie is going to talk about this. Uh, yes, this is just an amendment to the existing agreement that we have any groups and members sign when they're coming to use our conference rooms over at the Ag Building. Um, Scott Willie approached me just with a few minor suggestions for changes, um, which I made and they're in the document before you this morning. Um, And then we included the list of all the organizations who currently use the training room to be attached as one list so they don't have to come back and individually get a contract approved. All of these are nonprofits? I'm not 100% sure about that. Some of them Look, are, yes. It looks like I'd say most of them. I don't know all of them. Every single one. Does Scott and Willie, do y'all feel good about this suggestion, Scott? Uh, I don't think uh, yes, the, they gave us the list. They provided us with the list. Yeah, the he, he sent us a list of requested changes, and we adopted all of those changes into the document. So um, everything that they requested with changes has been updated and included in there. That document's not in the minutes package? No, I, it's, it's up there for them. I can give you a copy if you want. Beekeepers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't seen it, but what, what are the changes? Uh, they were relatively minor. Most of it, to be honest, most of it was cleaned up from an old agreement. I'm not sure where it came from. Um, but most of the changes that were included in there were um, the specifics about requiring groups to, to clean up after they use the, uh, <coughs> that they don't utilize our storage and refrigerators for their own personal use and some other things as well. But other than that, the changes were relatively minor to the agreement we already had in place. I move that we approve the rules and conditions of the use of the large meeting training room, the small meeting 
meeting conference room in the Fayette County Agriculture Building. Motion has been made by Commissioner Birkenhall. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Consider and take appropriate action on a resolution authorizing the disposition, the, the disposition of salvage and surplus property in accordance with the government code with said property be, to be offered at sale at online auction with Renee Bates. These are two items of mine and then one of uh, EMS's, their UTV that was previously declared surplus, but the Josh has decided to sell it through Renee Bates, so we included it again in this, but the backhoe's got 5,600 hours on it. I think it's a 2,000 model uh, in the trucks. O3 with 157, both of them are very worn out. Is that the one in my warehouse? No. I mean, that's why you let me use it. <laughs> you wouldn't want to use this one. <laughs> we approve the resolution authorizing the disposition of salvage and surplus property property in accordance with the local government code with said property to be offered for the sale and online auction with Renee Bates. Motion's been made by Commissioner Brosman. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Next item is consider and take appropriate action by approving and signing the state agency memorandum of understanding the use of facility space between Fayette County and the Health and Human Services Commission for and on behalf of HHSC and the Department of Family and Protective Services concerning the use of a client waiting area, reception area, hard wall offices, and supply mail rooms located at 228 North Main Street in LaGrange. So this will just be a renewal for the office space. I think we do it every three years. Um, the current MOU will expire um, at the end of this month, uh, so this will begin September 1st and go through June 30th of 2026. I move we approve and sign the state agency memorandum of understanding for the use of facility space between Fayette County, Texas and Health and Human Service Commission. Motion's been made by uh, Commissioner Birkenhoff. Second. Second by Commissioner McBroom. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Item number 18, acknowledge the lease termination notice from Health and Human Services Commission for and on behalf of the Texas Department of State Health Services for the office space located at 275 Ellinger, LaGrange, Texas, 78945. I believe, Commissioner McBroom, this is yours. This is uh, basically they have contacted us and said that they're no longer going to use the space on Ellinger Road. This is where we shifted everybody around last time and they were going to have to get in with WIC, and, but they decided not to do that and decided just to, to vacate the, the building. But I mean, it's really, there's, we're just kind of acknowledging it just so there's a record of it, but everything is fine. It's a mutual agreement between both of us. So. I'll make a motion we uh, acknowledge the termination lease with Health and Human Services Commission on behalf of the Texas Department of State Health Services for the space at Ellinger Road. 
Second. Second by Commissioner Sternadel. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Item number 19, accept and approve the written plan <coughs> of City of LaGrange to open, cut Von Minden Street, Precinct 1, and take a and place a new 8-inch water main line to serve Fayette Electric Cooperative Incorporated headquarters and requiring City of LaGrange to make repairs of any damage done to the roadway, sides, ditches, and right-of-way of Von Minden Street and to do paving work, compacting, and restoring the roadway, ditches, and right-of-way all back to a finished natural grade. Commissioner McBroom, this is your precinct as well. This was a previous one that we were going to bolt. They were going to bore it. Uh, they have looked at it and decided that there's too much bull rock and gravel underneath. It'll probably cause more damage. Uh, so they're going to they're going to saw cut the road, fill it back full of sand base. Uh, the other thing, kind of to bring everybody's attention, this will happen the day after. They'll start the day after Labor Day, and then that'll be on Tuesday. On Wednesday, Von Minden will be shut down for one day. And they'll get it all done in one day and open it back up. So. I move we accept the uh, and approve the written plan of the city of Grange to open cut Von Minden Street. I'll second that motion. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Item number 20 acknowledge the fiber service drop plans and upgrades of Colorado Valley Telephone <coughs> Cooperative to install new buried fiber optic cables and copter, copper cables within the corridors of Krause Road in Commissioner Sternadel's precinct. I move that we approve the plan from CVTC to install the newly buried fiber optic cables and copper cables along Krause Road in precinct 2. Motion's been made. Second. Seconded by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. All right, Ms. Avelka, I believe you may address this next item. Consider and take appropriate action in approving contracts with Pitney Bowes for leasing postage machines for the Justice of the Peace in Precinct 2 and a renewal for the County Judge's Office. <coughs> She's here. Good morning, Judge Miller. Good morning. Um, this is a lease for the JP2. They have not had a postage machine before. We are getting them one. Uh, this helps reduce their postage that they use to send out their notices on traffic um, violations. Uh, that will be billed quarterly at $165.54. It's a 60-month lease. And then the one for the judge is for the machine they currently have in their office. It's just a renewal of it. It went up slightly, uh, I think by $11. It's $165.54 lease for 60 months. Why hasn't Precinct 2 had one this whole time? Just no, no need for it? Or? Well, I took over in uh, I took over in January, obviously, and uh, my full-time clerk, Elizabeth, she was familiar with the machine from being at Precinct 1 JP office. And so she, after letting me be there a few months, brought it up to me as something that she would like to see. When we uh, purchase stamps right now, we have to send an order to the auditor. They have to take a check. We take the check to the post office. It's kind of cumbersome. So I think it would be a lovely addition if you can improve that for us today. 
Sure, I agree with uh, I agree with Commissioner Birkenhoff. Should have happened earlier. I'll make a motion to accept this. I'll second it. Seconded by Commissioner Sternot. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed. Motion carries. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming, Judge. Next item, twenty-two. Consider and take appropriate action in accepting or awarding bids for flash, flash ash, flash, 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 flash ash. I'll try saying that. This was something, this was something that we've been working on. Um, <laughs> you think you think it's confusing as wait you see these bids. <laughs> now what the deal of it is is that the limestone base that we use to stabilize some of our roads is getting very expensive and harder and harder to get and with the trucking it's getting expensive. So we started using the ash to stabilize some of the base. And uh, I think Harvey had also used some of it, and uh, we can't exceed our $50,000 cap throughout the county from one company, so we wanted to go out for bids to see if there was other companies who would like to compete on the bids, and uh, we had received some bids here. And, um, you know, that way we, can, we have another alternative for stabilizing some of these roads. And uh, I... I'd like to accept all the bids and award all the bids. Second. Motion's been made by Commissioner Sternottle and seconded by Commissioner Birkenhoff to uh, accept all the bids. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Uh, Ms. Havelka, I believe you might speak yes, to this one as well. Consider and take appropriate action in accepting all bids and or awarding bid for vehicles for the Adult Probation Department. Uh, we received uh, one bid for each of the vehicles, and that was from the Low Roche uh, dealership out of Brenham. Uh, one bid for the Chevrolet Silverado was for $53,085. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Miss um, Fishbeck is going to trade in her other truck to this. That's correct. And then the other bid we received was for the Buick Enclave, which was $43,679. And I think Miss Fishbeck was for both bids. Is there anything you want to add, ma'am? No, we're going to be turning in our 2016 Chevrolet truck and um, for the purchase of the new 23 model. They're going to give us 20000 for the truck. So. Any idea when you take possession of the vehicles? We can get them today. Today. Good. Things are getting better. <laughs> Move we accept all bids and award the bids to the vehicles for the adult probation to LaRoche Chevrolet out of Brown. Motion has been made by Commissioner McBroom. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternottle. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you so much. Thank you, ma'am. <coughs> Next item, consider and take appropriate action concerning approving the payment of currently due Fayette County bills and expenses. I think most of the departments are going to start feeling it on the gas and diesel. What's going on? I mean, everyone's been not going to get any cheaper for a while. 
we're already feeling it all pretty good on the paving all. Yep. $18,000, $19,000 a load. Yep. Is there anything in there that kind of stands out to you? The only um, thing is we did run the checks for um, Mr. Fishbeck's uh, vehicles. They are ready. Um, the ARPs, they're moving ahead on Emily Fritch's show barn. And so we have some of those expenditures in here. Uh, we are keeping a close eye on that. Um, then the only other thing I think was uh, renewal of uh, the evidence software um, for the sheriff's department, and then the drug analysis lab that we share with four other counties. Uh, this is to pay for a person that does the analysis for the drugs that are seized on going on, and that came out of the county attorney's forfeiture. Are the uh, autopsies getting more and more expensive, or are they, you know, I'd say the like answer, everything else? So the answer is, is yes, because it sure as hell is not going to go down. <laughs> if anyone has a chance to go by the, the Emily Fritch barn out there, they're, they're not finished yet, but uh, they're really doing a nice job out there. Scott and um, Lee Fritch, really some credit for following that, you know, staying behind that project. It's really coming along. I do want to bring up that um, toward the end of end of the, the, uh, of the list of uh, the county clerk archives so what I presented last year was 182,000 so that did come out and that was phase one of the birth records so that did come out of my archive for 182,691.1 so that completed my budget for last year or for this year I believe we paid currently due bills Motion has been made by Commissioner Brosman to pay the bill. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh -huh. Opposed? Motion carries. The next five items, 25 through 29. <coughs> Item number 25, conduct a Fayette County budget workshop to hear and consider request for funding from departments, offices, and precincts from agencies and organizations and to, to discuss all revenues and expenditures for the 2024 county budget and take any action the court deems necessary uh, in previous meetings we've heard from nonprofits who were here to request money I see we have we've been blessed with the presence of the Schulenberg chief of police Troy Brennick who serves as uh, president of the MHMR in Schulenburg, and uh, Chief, you did not have an opportunity to appear before us before, and you're representing the MHMR, am I correct? Uh, yes, sir. It's, it, we've actually changed our name to Fayette County Commission on Intellectually Disabled, uh, so FCCID. Um, we currently uh, have group homes in which we operate to house uh, intellectually disabled individuals there in Schulenburg. So uh, we have in previously had the workshop, which Blue Bonnet has, uh, Blue Bonnet Trails has decided to get out of that function. So it is, uh, uh, it is our, our building is vacant. However, we still have to maintain the building uh, until we are uh, successful in selling it and move in the new direction mission of the uh, 
FCCID, so which will be uh, created in the endowment to uh, continue serving the adult intellectually uh, disabled for the uh, county, for Fayette County. But we, uh, our expenses um, for the group homes continue also providing services to the clients and uh, to be able to function and have uh, the ability to, you know, do events, uh, bowling, attend the rodeo, uh, all of the things of this nature. And your funding has always assisted in doing that. And we just ask your consideration to that it continues. And we appreciate it. Um, we utilize every expense of, of what you guys give to us. I think it's $1,300 a month uh, is the way it breaks down the payments. And, uh, you know, just for example, just maintaining the properties, lawn care itself is, you know, 900 to $1,000 a month. So, I mean, when you say, Chief, when you say 1300 a month, that's what we've done in the past. That is correct, yes, sir. Do you feel that since that uh, building is no longer operated, that lesser funds you might be able to get by on? Uh, I do believe we could, yes, sir. Um, so, I mean, we're at the behest of, of, of y'all, and we will accept any any assistance we can take. How about ten thousand dollars? I think that'd be fantastic. <clears throat> How do y'all feel about that? Are there any do the, the cities in Fayette County also help fund anything? They you know, the sir. city of Fayette Schoenberg, the ground no, Okay. No. How many people do y'all have there at the group home? Uh, we have I believe it's five in uh, each each facility. Well, we've done fourteen thousand in the past. We did sixteen thousand last year as well. Yeah. Okay. But again, ten thousand is, is more than generous enough and, and babies absolutely cannot be choosing. And one person I'd love to introduce to y'all as well who's handling our uh, she's our treasurer and that's Kara Bartek here who I brought with me just in case there were some major financial questions that I can't think of. <laughs> Well, since we've already uh, addressed the other uh, nonprofits in the past, I think it would be appropriate to go ahead and, rather than uh, put this off, might be appropriate to, to settle it now. So I'll, having said that, I'll make a motion we uh, distribute $10,000 to the, what is it called now, Chief? FCCID. FCCID Schulenberg, formerly known as MHMR. $10,000. We don't have to make a motion. We just have to add it. Add it. We'll just, we'll just add it. Okay. Very good. Close the workshop. Very good. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Chief. Thank you. We appreciate, we appreciate your consideration. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Ms. Bartegi. I'll make a tally of the things that you guys decide. Very that's good. 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 Very good. I don't think there's any other... Uh, entity that's going to appear before us. Uh, no, sir, I don't have anybody else that's coming unless there was another department head or, or something that So we can just close that item. <coughs> um, no, no, sir. Of course, yeah, that's we are going to review and uh, okay. go over the what city has the conference okay. Chicago this morning and I thought we were going to do that the following item. So on the 25 item, 
we're going to hear requests to borrow the precincts, discuss all area of the table. Ms. Havelka, we're going to discuss revenues, expenditures for the 2024 uh, county budget. You want to provide us with some information, your thoughts? I have, uh, in those packets you'll see, I've gotten the rights from uh, Richard Mooring, and the rights are the no new revenue rate is 0.39353, and the voter approval tax rate is 0.41196. The revenue has been projected using the 0.41196 rate. I have compiled that together as you can review on those revenues and then I compiled together all the expenditures that were submitted and at the very end if you will look we will have a with our cash being carried over from reserves that we would have estimated that we may have at the end of this year that leaves us with a negative amount right now of $400,000. So we will need to kind of look at what we need to adjust. Because by law right now we can't have a negative no, general fund. It's against the state <coughs> constitution, I believe. So what's the fix? Uh, as Judge Weber said, you've got to tighten up. <laughs> exactly. That was his motto. I mean, and, and I mean, there's a lot of things that we really haven't, haven't haven't cut a lot. I mean, there's a lot going into this. I mean, there's, I mean, and there's a, there's still a lot of things to think about too. I mean, I, I'm going to go through a lot of this, and it's not in any particular order, but I mean, I will say the sheriff's department. I, I'm in favor of a seven percent raise. I'm, I'm good with that. I think it's 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 higher than the rest, but I mean, counties all over the place. The conference we went to, they said every county is paying a little little bit more. Uh, one thing on the sheriff's department, though, what are we going to do about the radios to become P25 compliant? If I'm getting these things wrong, because that's coming in two years, and that's going to be roughly a half a million dollars, and we can't wait two years to figure this out. talked yesterday and we added the 75,000 correct for the 10 radios. Yes, but that's good. No, I yeah, know, it's but good, but what we, we can't, I mean, we can't just wait till that day comes. So I'm it's like, what are we going to do? And like I said, I, I'm y'all's was first and I'm not picking on you. But one thing I think we could do is you have Senate Bill 22 coming that can be used for equipment. And I think that could be used for that. Because uh, all of our raises are up to the minimum level. Just a suggestion. So, uh, what are our plans for the jail? I mean, we're going to repair, we're going to replace, we're going to build. I mean, that's never been brought up. I mean, I don't, once again, I don't want to wait till two years down the road and be like, what if we got to spend a million dollars? I mean, we got to think about this. I mean, this is a big thing. If we tie up all this money with, a lot of raises and a lot of everything else. It doesn't leave money for anything else. And two, we're at a deficit. We got. We have to fix these problems. One, I think you need to look at the intent of Senate Bill 22. The intent was to bring up paid for law enforcement and not by equipment or whatever. 
But it, that was the intent of it. Yes. But the, and I, and I, I get that. I totally get it. But the intent too was to get to a minimum, and we're there. And sometimes exceeding it, but it's also to help buy other things by doing that and kind of slow it slow it down. Uh, some counties aren't even utilizing this. I mean, and two, we don't even know of Senate Bill 22 how it's going to unfold. I mean, the rules haven't been written. I realize we should get it. Everybody says it, but we just don't know. And I don't want to bank 100% on that. Uh, kind of just going down. We, we talked about the recycle center and the, the brush, about maybe doing something to save some money. We never did go back and revisit that. I mean, that's part of this whole budget workshop is to talk about stuff like this. I mean, we started it and then we said we'd come back to it. We never did. Uh, he has quite a bit of money. Set. He has quite a bit of money budgeted for just yeah. grinding that mulch. Part about raising fees. Yeah, yeah. raising the fees for it. But I mean, EMS. I mean, I know Josh, you're having trouble too. But I don't know if I can go ten percent. I mean, seven percent EMS. I'd feel much happier with because ten percent is—it's a big raise, and I know you need it. But I'm worried about the future. What are we? What's going to happen with property values in the future? And, and I know you're justifying by the income, but what happens if property values level off and we don't get the in, increase that we normally have been doing for the past few years? It's going to be. What I don't happens put when we can't replace paramedics? And you don't have an ambulance to come to your house when your family's sick. Well, we, because that's where we're going to be. This ten percent raise still leaves us behind all of our neighboring counties. Well, I mean, we added the the round top station. Maybe we need to pull back if that happens. I mean, that is an option. Uh, granted, I mean, this is no reflection on the sheriff's department's ability to do some or EMS. This is just how are we going to pay the bills, and that's what I'm mostly worried about right now. Ms. Avelka, uh, you figured this on 0.3935? No, I figured the revenue on the 0.41196. Okay. Which will be the voter approval rate, which is the highest we can go without an election. Right. And uh, one thing for the Sheriff's Department um, budget is we also included the four vehicles that's still in the budget that we haven't purchased yet. So they could possibly be taken out of this year's budget if they come in. That was so, from the 23, uh, from the 23 right. budget. That's Mr. Burnson, would you stuff. sit down? I'm trying to make eye contact so with the chief deputy. With equipment, with equipment that's added in there. So that'll be a big chunk taken out of there that you're seeing. That yeah. We were advised by the auditor to make sure we put that in case we don't get them. Because if we get them in January, we have to have the funds in there for it. So we just kind of additionally roll that over uh, for next year. We roll it over if they have another budget left at the end of the year to move over, barring that they don't use it on gasoline or something. Right. So we, we put it in there, so it's extra. So it may not be over that much. Um, you know, also uh, put in the total of the six vehicles. We never had a discussion on if we could pay for some of that stuff out of forfeiture or whatever, um, we haven't we haven't done that. So um, that's a possibility. Maybe we can do that um, to make those numbers go down a little bit. Um, I don't know how much or what you have in your forfeiture, but um, 
those are the things you'll want to think about. One of the other things that I thought about too, sorry, we ended up on the second, but it's the, the adult probation. We talked about renovating. I mean, how are we going to do that? ARP money, not ARP. Either way, we do it and juggle ARP money. She's come to us and asked us to do something, and we haven't done anything yet. I mean, so we need to take that into consideration. Uh, I don't know if there's any other building repairs in the county that need to be done. And then the bottom line is, We've only funded our contingency reserve fund one year, I believe. That was one time we did it. We've never come back to add money to it. I mean, so there's a lot of things to be going through today. I'm done with I'm waiting. Yeah. I mean, go? Um, I want to echo what he's saying. I, you know, we, again, we talked about 5% last year, we talked about maybe 5% this year, and then we, we talked about doing 7%. When we came here three weeks ago, we were prepared to look at the 7% numbers, and I was supportive of that. And we never really got to study what those budget numbers look like with the 7% increases for those two departments, and immediately jumped to 10%. And the first time we got a really good look at those numbers, like, frankly, was today. I mean, maybe a week ago, but today. And again, our expenses are way up, our budget's still very high. I feel like 10% is a little bit too big of a chunk to take in one year, especially on top of the raises we got last year. And, and I talked to Lori Berger about that, that plan that she helped share department budget, work with last year. And, and she said, she told me personally that it was a two or three year plan. It wasn't ever designed to get all those raises all at once. And I think, I agree and I understand that they need raises. And I, need, I understand that they need to be more competitive with the other departments, but the bottom line is you can't do it all in one year. And even we did 5% last year, you're looking at 10% this year for the sheriffs and EMS, that's 15% between those three departments. And again, I expect the other half of the county employees to come next year asking for raises. And there's still no money in the budget to cover these revenues. These are all deficits. That's not gonna be fixed next year. So there's still a good chance we're looking at big deficits next year. And when I mentioned the, the budget balances last week, I was using wrong numbers, but again, those numbers are, according to the current projections, are still way down. So, you know, my, my recommendation is to take a little more fiscally conservative approach this year, do the five and seven percent raises and address all that other stuff again next year. And I don't know how it's gonna affect your budgets, but you know, again, we didn't really spend much time talking about cuts in this budget cycle, and I wish we'd spend a lot more time doing that. If I could address the court, I'd yes, like sir. Correct, Mr. Burns. You alluded to the 5% raise last year. The 5% raise last year to the uh, sheriff's office only went to the traders. Oh, okay. This is 5% across the board. No, they got 5%. We did dispatchers and jailers got an additional $2,000. Oh, so we kind of bring them up. Yeah, so they did get more than the, than the they got, Everybody got 5% and the jailers and the dispatchers. Got that So, and just to clarify, I think what is what Cindy provided us with the numbers are: it is a 10% for some AMS employees, a 7% for the captains, a 5% for the admin staff, and then the numbers that are in there is a 7% um, for the sheriff's department, excluding the jailers and dispatch, um, and you know the extra 3%. We're looking at that being coming from um, the SB22 um, 
in January when we get when we apply for that, just so that you know what is actually in there. It's not all ten percent. Right, I'm just using yes. the same general number to yeah. from. But are our revenues also down more than what they should normally be because y'all figured it at ninety-eight percent instead of one hundred percent like we did last year? This is the first year we've ever done that. No, we always used to do ninety-eight percent until Judge Weber, the two years, asked to do it at one hundred percent. And then when I did it at 100% in 2022, it did hurt us because we did not, and you're not always going to collect 100%. And that is why we went back to 98%. So then that's why the revenues jumped up for a year to now they dropped right down. Historically, 98% of the people pay their property taxes, 2% don't. Right. It gets caught up in collections for a long time and they work with somebody. That's, I mean, you can even talk to John Banks, the attorney for the appraisal district, he'll tell you the same numbers. It's been 2%. For a long time. I mean, I'm just looking at what you have here at the totals at the end of this year. You show to have four and a half million dollars left, roughly. And then you're showing at the end of next year to have three and a half million dollars left, correct? That's roughly. That's for all the funds combined though. Yes. And that's just being and that's being cautious. We could possibly have more, but that's just being cautious because we don't know what the end of the year is going to bring. No, that is an estimate based on me calculating what revenue I think may be generated from the end of this year and the cash balances y'all currently have minus whatever expenditures y'all may be done by the end of this year. And of course, that is all estimates because I will not know exactly how much comes in or gets spent. And yes, I am being conservative on that because of the fact that y'all may not have done a whole lot of road things due to the summer heat. In the next couple of months, y'all may be going. Same thing with the same thing with gasoline. You know, gasoline's going up. We don't know what the expenditure's gonna be like on gasoline between now and the end of the year. I think it's safe to say we're gonna spend quite a bit more yet. We're just, <clears throat> we're just right kind of in the middle of the paving season. Mine. I've got two hundred thousand to spend just next week on paving, so we're not going to slow down. I haven't done as much money as y'all have so far, but I mean, bottom line is we have to. I mean, we we can't go on like this. We have to change something. Something has to change because we can't have a negative balance in the general fund. I mean, there is an option, Sheriff. I mean, you want to put some of those vehicles in the forfeiture fund? That would take that out of the equation, as we've done for many years. But that's that's your call. I mean, I can't. We would have been willing to do that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's up to you. If you want to do that, we get with Cindy. We can we can pull that out. That, that would help. If that help us get the raises we need for our people here, we're more than happy to do that. I mean, we've done it every year. I mean, how many would how many would y'all want to do? I mean, well, there's four, there's two trucks and four vehicles for this year. Last year we got four vehicles that haven't been delivered yet. And that's it. So we're four behind from last year, and that's six yeah. of what we asked for. Do you want to, I mean, would you do those four that we behind? Yeah. And then if we needed to, one or two, possibly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is, and that can all change, but we're just trying to clean this up to get to where we need to be. Those vehicles could come in, but if they don't, then we have to pay for that. No, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, already been right. budgeted and they're not here yet. 
So the school board, you want to move those to forfeiture? I think we can If you don't get them this year, for next year. Over 2023, you'll go forfeiture. Yeah. Yeah. And so that. And they're, they're budgeted for this year already, correct? It's so it's so it just if they come in if next year. If they don't come in this year. Yeah. If they come in next year, it'll be forfeiture. Yeah. But have to pay for it. If it comes in this year, it'll, you'll pay for it on the general fund. 237. I don't know the answer to this. Are we able, so for the ambulance with ARP, um, we're concerned about it being delivered in time. We're concerned about a deadline, not very concerned, but what we talk about on our end is being able to get that advanced invoice. And so we would pay the invoice and wait for it to get here. I think we can all agree that that's probably not something we're super happy about doing because where's the impetus for them to get us our vehicle once we pay for it? I don't know if that's something you can do with dealerships. I'm curious if you could. Tomorrow. I don't know. I mean, the whole question is, I, I don't know. <coughs> how much? How much did that bring it down? So we went four fifty-three to. That will bring it down to about 220, say 275, off, 220, about, which would be 80. Um, Josh, the ambulance that, uh, that we added, that was what, 280? Mm -hmm. But you need that. I mean, okay, so the four. 53 changes to 216 negative. I know you were talking about the recycling, but what's, what's the idea? I, I don't know. It just we, we started talking about it and we said we'd come back and we never did. I will. Because I mean, I, I don't know if there's an answer, but I'm just, we're just. Talked about burning it. We had talked about increasing fees. I think those are only two options we had considered. It. Or increasing the fees for the brush to offset the cost yeah. of grinding. Yeah. Uh, but then again, you're also probably going to decrease the cost of the bolts because we're getting too much mulch. Yeah. Best way to save seventy thousand dollars is not do it for one whole year. <laughs> Tell the people we can't. We don't have money to to, to mulch them. Yeah, just for one year. Say we're going to take. A break for one year. Our living yard would get cleaned up. We'd be, we could start over the next year. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, if I got brushed, bro, I'd, just, I'd get rid of it myself. I mean, but where are they going to go with it? Well, I mean, people burn it. That's what you do with your country. Like all these in the city can't do that. Then I guess they're going to have I mean, I don't know. It's not our responsibility to be burning to be for the county to pay for somebody else's brush. I mean, I don't know. Or charge more for people dropping Well, they off. just dump it on the side of the road somewhere start start grass fires when they burn it? We do get paid by the city of LaGrange. They, they pay a portion that's mm -hmm. pretty good to, uh, for what they do. And I can't remember if they electric paid some or not. I don't remember that. Uh, I can say that down again, or off the end of the road, people in the past down um, another road, um, they will take their brush and stick it up against the trees and then we'll notice it when it's dead. It's like you can see where it's all been cut and they just stick it in it looks like part of the foliage. That's what they do with it. <laughs> I mean, because it's a losing, we lose money doing it every year. You lose money doing something. 
idea is just to quit doing it. Let's stop losing money. I think the whole recycle center is not making any money, but it is a really good. No, the rusty, the, I mean, the brush has always been an issue because it's just gotten so expensive to grind this stuff. Well, that was one of the things that I had brought up when we was talking with Mr. Burns and said about the brush. Maybe we need to look as commissioners, look at maybe possibly locations in our precinct that we could take a lot of the load off of this recycle center. If we would have a location that we could maybe help take a little pressure off of the recycle center so we don't have that much to, to grind every year. Yeah. That's the bad thing. How are you going to manage it when you have to pay people to be there? Because yeah. you can't just trust people to drop it off. And you're you have all to, kinds of junk there. You're paying, you're, and then you're paying somebody to be there, and you're not really probably going to be paying more. Um, also, uh, we can take the grant specialist position. We still have that open, and, and the funds are still in there, but Angela, she's moved to our EMC, so that would save us about 85000 How about 85000 85, because of the salary and the benefits and uh, all that other stuff. Leave the position, just don't budget for it. For right. Sure. And if we need to, later on, we can add money back in there if we're able to do that. So... <laughs> Judge, if I may, yes, um, I, uh, I tend to agree with Commissioner McBroom and that I, I don't like to count my chickens before they hatch. Um, but when it comes to Senate Bill 22, I know that's money we can't, we don't have in hand yet. Um, that being said, there, there seems to be some intention written into the statute or into the, the bill that, um, that we do account for those funds ahead of schedule um, because we do, in the event that, say, our sheriff's department was under under those requirements for salary, we would have to account for that to, in order to raise that and budget that now in order to apply uh, that in the future. Um, that, that is true. And one of the questions that's been raised is constables for salary, and that was a question that I had asked uh, the comptroller's office. I explained to them what our deadline was today that we needed to post elected official salaries and uh, explain where we were with salary plus side Mr. Watson's, your point was that we should not be counting on that SB 22, and some of the reason rationale why we shouldn't be is because we don't meet that. It's my understanding that we do meet that. No, I'm I'm sorry, Judge. Um, I simply meant that when uh, when considering our budget for this year, it seems to be the intention of the legislature that we do count on receiving that money as long as we commit to the application and we meet the requirements. Um, and uh, again, that bill has already been, been funded for the next three years. So the money is the money is there. Um, we just won't be able to apply for it and get it until next year. Okay, but Cindy and Cassie, when you run, when y'all have run these numbers, we have not filtered in SB twenty two. We we did not add that three hundred fifty thousand in our budget. Right. Because we wanted to. We're not sure. Anything could happen. Give you guys an example. We don't know if it's going to come in next year or the following year either. I mean, well, they did say, I will say, in the meeting, they did say it's three hundred thirty million that is allocated, obligated for that. 
and if every county, which is 236 counties that would could apply for it and would get it, if they applied for their maximum, it would last three years. Point taken, and everything you just said is correct, but to Blake's initial comment, we have not filtered in that in our discussions of the budget. Right, right. But uh, just to say that I think that the idea is that we, we do consider that as part of our budget budgeting process, you know, because we don't have to because we need those requirements, but the requirement would be there if we did not. Could you, could you speak louder, please, so we can hear you? My only concern is, are we... Are we going to get the full 350000 Because in talking to the other auditors, they said it is up to 350000 So it may not be the full 350000 And what was explained to us at, with the comptroller was that um, it, it's a non-competitive grant. As long as we apply for it, we would receive the maximum amount of funding as long as we have the requirements. So it's an entitlement. It's an entitlement. It's an it's not a competitive grant where we would have to compete for that money. That money has been specifically set aside for each individual county. Cindy. Now, we're asking me to put the 350000 in here, which is not a problem if I put it in here, but that is to balance what we are currently working on. So when we get it next year, are we going to be able to then sit there and say, hey, we're going to use it for sheriffs increasing their salaries if we're using it right now against our vehicles and whatever else is there. I see what you're saying. So we can still put it I'm in. I'm not for not putting it in there. I'm just stating what I'm we the just information need to figure I'm out. out. From the things that we just discussed on, on cutting or you know, amending, we're looking at 131000 that we need to figure out where that's going to be cut from. I just remember in 2018, the GLO came to this to the court, district courtroom downstairs and said, "In one by one year, all the buyouts will be complete, and we're not done yet." So, it's a different department. Totally get it. Yeah. But two, I mean, the way our year goes, we have to get the money before December 31st, 2024. Is it going to come before that? Not that we're going to. No, sir. No. He said 2024. Yes, yes, yes. Because they said we applied for it in January. It opens, and it should take them no longer than 90 days to give us the money. They also, they also said, so there was some concern brought up about that on the call. They also said that there's been no other piece of this legislation. No other piece of legislation like this has gotten 30 signatures from senators. That's so, and the other thing to keep in mind in terms of the GLO, which I realize has been a mess, is that that's FEMA funding and that's federal, it's way different. They're different, I agree, but I just, totally <coughs> but just, we don't want to count it if it's not here. And if we're, if we feel we're going to, let's put it in. But if, I mean, just, I'm just be lyric. Good yeah. conversation to have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think really the, the biggest thing is that 131,000. If we can figure that out. The 350 is just extra. <coughs> We're not using that to fund any other so, department. So let's go. Let's go ahead. One thing I think we've solidified would be the salary uh, savings of eighty-five thousand dollars. I think was your figure. Correct. Which was figure that 
no need in figuring that in if we're not if it's not going to be right. Used. We we've taken the eighty five out of the four whatever number is on there. The four we have taken the two the the two hundred thirty seven five, which would be the four vehicles and their equipment. Hopefully that's going to be purchased this year, but we're taking it out for next year to put in forfeiture. So that leaves us a negative hundred and thirty one. I got you. That's. $131,073.10. Y'all don't know what the odds are of getting the vehicles yet this year, Steve? Hopefully by October they'll be here, but last year, from the year before, we didn't get them until October. And we don't know. They don't know because everything's so far behind. They're playing catch up with the vehicles. And the bad thing is they're sending most of them to the bigger dealerships, so when we order from these small loads, they're not a priority. I mean, talking about the recycling center, raising fees and, and doing all that, I mean, you, you're not going to, it's not going to help you just cut it right now. The only way it's going to help you cut it right now is if we stop taking the 100% to where we know we're not going to drive. You can talk about raising fees, but that's not going to give you a meeting. And that's a small yeah. portion. It just, yes. I mean, yeah. it's not, that's not well balanced. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's not, no, that's no. not, but it's just something that we started talking about we never came back to. Now, I thought originally we had the probation department in the ARP money, but it was never said. It was just an idea. So. But that is a. I mean, the switchback came to us last year, I believe, and explained it. I mean, it's it, it, it's, it's something that needs to get going on. Yeah, because there's issues with <clears throat> the restrooms. There, right? Right. We don't yep. have hot water. We've never had hot water in our building. It's also an issue with when you have to do uh, your analysis. Your analysis. Your analysis. Your analysis. It's it's not the restrooms are very small. They're not ADA compliant. You can't get a wheelchair in at all. You can barely get two people in there. So we have to leave the door open to monitor for your analysis, which is not good. And um, we also are out of office space. I need to hire uh, more employees, but I don't have anywhere for them to sit. Currently, um, I'm sharing an office, my office, with two other people right now, and um, we're just out of room. And there's, there's rooms. There's room there for expansion. Into the back, in the into back. the. Uh, but it's the county storage where all the departments have their cages. And it would be fairly easy, but the problem is it's an old walk-in freezer mm -hmm. that's center block walls right behind where those bathrooms would be expanded into. Mm -hmm. It can be done. It's just I I don't know. I believe a project like that would have to go through an architect per city permitting. Mm -hmm. I don't think we could just hire a contractor to do that because it would exceed, they usually have limits they exceed where it has to go to architecture. No, but that's gonna be, Originally, we, we talked about 150,000. I mean, it may even go over that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we spent a quarter million dollars in bathrooms for a park 
uh, and now we're remodeling a building. I don't know what it's going to be. I mean, the, the other thing is if we get to that point, we can, and there's no ARP money left, we possibly could go for, and I forget the limited tax note, to, and then we wouldn't pay for that until the following year. Is there any way, is there any, could the state come there and shut you down and say, y'all can't use these facilities anymore because yeah, that's they're not compliant? I mean, I, would that ever, could that ever happen? Yeah. This needs to be addressed. So where are we at now? Well, we're in a pretty tough place. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of confined to say much about this, but we do have an individual in the county that wants to uh, make a uh, contribution toward the two departments that we have discussed in the past. I think, I think the point's been made several times that our EMS and our Sheriff's Department uh, are underpaid. I mean, hell, it's a, it's a state problem. The state recognizes it or we wouldn't be talking about SB 22. And this individual feels strongly, he was a resident of the county, feels strongly he would like to help these two, two departments. So I suppose at some point we, we need to get some clarity as to how much money he wants to pump into these departments and we'll have to go through Mr. Watson and Ms. Schupach to make sure that we do all the legal things as to how a contribution but would be made to help those departments but uh, at least there's a little bit of ray of hope in this bleak discussion that he specifically this individual specifically wants to remain anonymous at this time that wants to help out these two deserving departments. Now, I don't know, Mr. Watson, does that filter into this conversation at this time, or is this something best, best left alone since this individual at this time does not want to divulge his identity? I mean, I think it's something to look forward to um, without an exact number on how much is going to be donated and, um, you know, some clarity on how they want to remain an anonymous donor to the county. Um, you know, our, our, I think you're right, our ability to kind of include it in the discussion is, is limited. But I think I do want to throw that out, however, to the sheriff and to Josh to that, so that they know that things are not as bleak as they're sounding right now. Well, and based, based on that conversation, you know, we have an ambulance budgeted because that's a critical purchase to stay on schedule with. But it, it's certainly been gestured, and we have no reason to believe that it's not going to happen, but that ambulance could come out of the budget if we were confident about that donation. Right. We've allotted 280 for Josh's yes, ambulance. Out of budget to fight? Based on the level of confidence that the donation is going to come in. <coughs> We'll be able to buy that equipment. Did you reuse equipment on that? Because you, in your deal, you said three twenty-five. Right. So we we tried to be as lean as possible as what we put into the county budget. 
um, using like the existing power load system, the existing stretcher, the existing monitor, kind of all that stuff. Because I think the first ARP ambulance we did ended up being like the 350 number, but that was pretty much turnkey, sure. ready to go. Um, of course, pricing's gone up, but not not to that level. And we switched manufacturers to make it less expensive as well. So we we made that pretty. That's pretty aggressive, but we're pretty certain that we can do it for that. And that donor hasn't asked for those reductions. We've just done that to try and make sure that the budget is as, as lean as we can get it. So where are we at now? Now, um, depending on whether, I mean, we take the sheriff's vehicles out and we take the grant specialist, uh, do not budget for her or budget for that line item, but keep that as a um, position. We were at a negative 131.073. Now, if I go plug in the 350,000, do I? Go ahead and put that in. That is the sheriff's money to use. Uh, SB 22. Mm -hmm. I don't have a crystal ball to say. I mean, if, if everybody's saying it's going to come in, I mean. Sounds to me like it is. I mean, and not linger on. <coughs> I think the direct quote from the representative, and anyone in that call, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the direct quote from the representative of the comptroller's office was it would be irresponsible not to but not to plan on these funds and communicate it to your group. Absolutely. That's exactly. We definitely had the same concerns of the court as we were having those discussions. You know, we, we didn't want to approach it and use it as a presentation if we weren't going to be able to, to count on that. And so we, we did ask a lot of questions about whether or not that was going to be available. And taking um, yes sir, and piggybacking on what Josh just said, I think the guy went so far as to say he would prefer we use it as Use the word entitlement instead of grant. That's correct. Just interesting because you never, in the past, you never budgeted for a grant. You couldn't. And now you have the state telling you to budget for a grant, basically. Just. Well, it is somewhat similar to the opioid settlement that we are still waiting on the rules to get for. And that's something that we do need to remember is that once the rules are written for that, that's $95,000 the county is going to be getting for 18 years. It has to be used for specific things, but it will assist in some of the programming that the Sheriff's Department has for the substance abuse and, and, and mental health. So, I mean, it's just we're waiting on the rules to be written. Well, Blake, what would, you, what would be your legal suggestion to the court about what, what Mr. McBroom said earlier? If we were to, would you think it would be legal for us to enter, put that money into our budget to study it, and of course with the knowledge that it's going to the sheriff's department? Sure, I uh, I agree. I, I don't particularly care for it. It makes me uncomfortable, um, you know. But that being said, uh, that seems to be the intention, um, and they have put, you know, from the limited amount of requirements and rules they've put out so far. Um, you know, the state seems to intend for us to 
count on that and to include that in our budget um, because they specifically said that we could give raises to our sheriff's department in order to meet the minimums and that the grant could pay for that. Um, so they, on some level, the state does seem to intend that we do include that in our budget process. Did I hear you say right, Chief Navisky, that you said that, that, uh, that, that what the Comptroller's Office, or it might have been Josh who said it, that, that it would be prudent for us to do that, included in the budget? Not to do it. It be, it, it's something that they, yeah they want it they, they want it included in the budget they think we they should said do. it's an entitlement that uh what was it 260 i mean 230 something counties something. are going to receive right or rural law enforcement well if you're not blake if you're not deathly opposed to doing it that way miss avelka let that how about we go down that road and see what that does to our overall budget Brings it to a positive 218, right? Right. Now, I'm including it. Do I take into consideration any expenditures that they plan to use that money for? Or do you just put it as grant revenue? Well, it's one thing that Sydney and I have talked about is having the money on for grant or a net, you know, matching if we have to have matching funds so it could be a line item in the sheriff's departments that it's there it's there to discretion that's correct because because the rules are going to be specific as to what they can use it for and i have a feeling that this will be watched pretty carefully by the state for a while <coughs> three years <coughs> if the bill after three years and they decide I mean, we don't know if it's going to be funded indefinitely, right? I mean, for three years, we're probably guaranteed, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say I would say three years is guaranteed, but it's a very very probable. They say perpetual. The legislative exactly word to use. the legislative intent was so based on the money that's already been allocated for this uh, bill. So the expenditure. If every county in tech or the 230 so it was like a it was a little less than the total number but the total number of counties that qualified in Texas were to use the maximum amount of funds they qualify for the funding would exist three years and then the legislative intent is that this would be Senate bill one from here on out like out of the budget or whatever after that and, and you have to keep in mind not every county will apply for this mm -hmm. for a number of reasons they will do it because they don't feel like they don't want to mess with the paperwork you know because there's going to be paperwork and rules to follow and, and there some of these smaller counties we not have somebody to do that but our, our county to the north i don't believe is fine for it yeah i'm saying is so that's fine for three years but after that i just want to make sure we're going to keep getting this money because if we get the salaries way up here and they decide well after three years we can't afford to do this anymore y'all on your own because we've had unfunded mandates handed down to us and we have no choice and then how are we going to pay those bills in three years if we barely have enough to pay our bills now that's the only thing i'll be worried about but if they're saying that they're gonna they're gonna foot the bill yeah this, the same thing would pertain with this anonymous donation to the two departments mm -hmm. we or we would encourage him this individual not to have that go towards salaries because that would be a one-time deal so his, his uh, thought, and I would encourage him to do that, 
would be to go toward buying equipment for the sheriff's office and equipment for the EMS that the county then wouldn't have to buy. It's worth, and I don't want to, I'm going to put this on a future commissioner's court agenda, um, but, and I, I don't want to misquote the number, but there was also legislation passed this year by Texas where any state regulated insurance plan, um, we will have to post a fee sheet that you guys will have to adopt. I'm going to give that to you in commissioner's court. Um, we would propose a fee sheet um, and the lesser of our fee sheet or 325% of Medicare allowable. If we don't do a fee sheet, we'll get paid 325% of Medicare allowable. If we do a fee sheet, we'll get paid on our fee sheet because of our local governing board setting the rate. And basically it's aimed at accountability. Um, so anyone that has Blue Cross Blue Shield of Texas, United Healthcare, Texas plan, any plan registered with the Texas Department of Insurance, we should see significant increases in the time which we are paid and the amount in which we are paid by these plans. Um, and that goes into effect January 1st, um, but we're going to be ahead of, um, we're going to be ahead of that um, as far as setting our fee schedules. Um, but, you know, I'm, again, I want to say I'm, I'm pretty, I feel pretty good about what revenue is going to do in our department next year as well. I actually went back on your revenue and pulled it for a 12 month and it's like one point it's either eight nine or nine eight i can't remember uh if you went year to date back 12 months you, you, oh, okay. and you're, okay. so okay. basically it's spot on for two million i mean it's pretty, yeah. pretty that, that's a good estimate and this month i haven't presented this to you yet so surprise <laughs> um so june june was a bad month ninety thousand. july was two hundred thousand. So, 254, wasn't it? Or two, I can't remember exactly what you told me. It was a higher 200,000. Maybe, yeah, sorry. But it, you know, it was another month that doubled all of our months from last year. What's the worst thing can happen if we budget to 350 and a year goes by and things, this red tape drags it out and they say, sorry, we're going to fund you off at 25. What are we doing at 24? If, I mean, hopefully it doesn't happen, but what, what would happen if they, if, it, if they, if they said, you know, it's just taking us too long to get this together, I'll guarantee you the money, but you just won't be able to get it to the following year. Well, it shows without the 350000 we're going to have $3.6 million at the end of 24. So it shows on the sheet. In the road, most of those balances are in road bridge and contingency reserve. I mean, you do have the contingency reserve, but the whole idea of that is to kind of keep it there. Uh, <coughs> What's the balance of but you know this three hundred fifty thousand is supposed to be for the sheriff's department. So there's the, the three hundred fifty for the sheriff, and then the attorneys. That other, that's, that's a separate. That's a separate. That's so that's a separate. separate. That's 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 a separate, separate yeah. Okay. They wouldn't go. Through, they, they, yeah. they wouldn't go through the commissioner's court for that. Okay. Right. But it's red. Still red for the county, correct? It would be revenue for her department. 
So if she elects to take that full whatever 175, whatever 150 it is, she may turn around right away and say, I'm putting that in salary. I need to hire you know, another attorney. I need to hire an investigator, whatever else she can do with it. And then that is hers to sit there and say, I'm hiring this person at that dollar. You agree with that, Blake? Uh, yeah. Do you know Peggy's plans? Um, I, Peggy gave me kind of a, a rough idea to get a chance to, to talk to her. Um, I think uh, what she's planning on doing is our office desperately needs an expansion. Um, if you go down and, and go into Peggy's office in particular, I mean, they're, they're almost living out of boxes there. And those aren't old case files, those are current case files. Um, you know, they don't, they don't close out every case in a year, and I think they've jumped up from under 100 to over 400 in the last couple of years. So um, I, my understanding is that she's planning on expanding another attorney position, another staff position, and we have um, one attorney and one staff position already open that we're trying to fill. So essentially our office is going to double in staff uh, once all of the positions are filled. And her and plans would be to, to be utilizing that SB 22. Right, yes. Yes, we, her office, our, our office is, is, we've already had that discussion and we are definitely planning on applying for that, for that fund. So that money goes straight to the attorney's office, so then this other money will go straight to the sheriff's office and then they have the right to distribute it however they see fit? Yeah. As, as I understand it, the only difference between the two, as I, correct me if I'm wrong, someone, but the sheriff's department, there's three prongs, Sheriff's Department, Constable, and county, uh, the County Attorney, or District Attorney, uh, the Sheriff's Department and the Constables would be action taken by the court to receive that, whereas the, the District Attorney takes her own, uses her own process to attain that. Am I right? That's my understanding. And the reasoning for why they did that is for in counties that have separate districts from counties, those would have autonomy to do what they need to do. Well, I haven't heard anything to make me believe that we wouldn't count on that money. No, I agree with that. Uh, everyone in the Comptroller's office and in Colcourt's office are very confident that's going to happen. Am I saying that right, Ms. Austin? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Am I saying that right? Yeah. It's, I believe it's going to happen. Uh, and I think that the Comptroller's office is going to stay on the schedule that's been set by the Senate. <coughs> the only way that they said we would not get the money is if we decrease their salaries to what they currently are. So that's for every county. Yeah, and we have no intention to do that. And I have every intention of applying for that money as soon as the Comptroller's office issues the money. So I think Commissioner Birkenhoff had a very good question. What happens, you know, devil's advocate, it doesn't happen. What do we do then? Cindy, you say, well, then we cut back. I, I I think I'd like for us to put that in there and consider it. And I think Chief Novisky or Sheriff Krennic says 
it's incumbent for us, they want us to do that. So I would say... Also, I think if we didn't get it, now Cindy, correct me, in the forfeiture fund, would we have enough buffer to cover that 350 if it did not come through? I think we do. I think we've got way excess of that. That I would need to check on where y'all currently stand on that. No vehicles, so, yeah. Even with the vehicles, I think we still have well, I think the thing to think about is that I mean, right now we have the raises are all budgeted. I mean, they're, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, they're all in there paid for. So if this money comes in, that's what I'm saying. The money comes in, we're already paying the increase in salaries. Mm -hmm. So the money could be used for equipment. That's why I threw out the radios because we're already paying for the salaries. It's already budgeted. Budgeted so. <coughs> at seven. Mm -hmm. Seven. Yeah. But then you could use it. You could use some of that money on top of the seven if you chose to. Correct. You can use it for salary increases, you can use it yes. for new positions, and then you can use it for equipment. Unless anybody opposes, I'd like to take a 10 minute break. Second. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a motion to reopen the meeting. I move to reconvene. Second. Made by Commissioner Brosman, seconded by Commissioner Sternoddle. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? We're back to business. When we left it off, we were talking about possibilities and so forth <clears throat> I don't think anybody in this room likes figuring money into in a budget uh, that you don't have however having said that Miss Avelka what if we were to during this discussion here right now that we are having you haven't missed anything chief uh, that we were to figure into the budget as the state is telling us to to do so the 350 that the sheriff's office would be getting and is it 175 miss austin for yes, county sir. attorneys if we were figure if we were to figure that in what would that do to our overall picture that would be an increase of 525,000 so i would not in include the county attorneys unless you're including her having it adjusted to use for salaries because we're sitting here saying i'm gonna put 175,000 in hers and i don't have you know i'm gonna have her come after me with it and say i need that for salaries because of it being her budget to use the way she the, the sheriffs i have no problem putting it because the sheriffs can be used for equipment, can be used for whatever. And we, as commissioner's court, have y'all have the say on the sheriffs, you know, approving it, what they're gonna do with it. But my understanding from Blake, y'all, that the county attorney has regulation of her own, correct? Right, yes, there's no, like, stipulation for a minimum salary or anything like that, like there is for sheriffs and hospitals. Uh, okay, well, what you just said may very well be right, but I interpreted it to pursue the uh, grant alone was the process of your office. Right, and they, my, my understanding is that maybe fully intends to do that from January 1. But she hasn't accounted for any of the expenditures that she wants to use that revenue for, right? That's not in any of the budget no, documents. No, that's not in any of the budget documents that they were supplied. So that would be credited unbalanced to the intent of the money, right? 
that's what I would do for her. So you would include it? If I'm going to include her $175 in revenue income, then I would include her $175 in expenditures for her department. Correct? Because she would intend to use that. You, you, oh, yes. I'm, yeah, if we were to receive that money, I'm sure that Peggy would utilize. Well, let's just say we don't count the $175. If you just look at $350, <coughs> Um, that would still give us the two, uh, that would, from the 131 that we're looking for, that would put us in the black, right? <laughs> 218, 218. And I would include the, because that's, that 350,000 can be used for the salaries that we are even uh, considering right now. And let's say, for instance, that the anonymous donor wants to buy an ambulance. Would we take that ambulance out of Mr. Vandiver's budget? Mm -hmm. So that'd be a savings of $300,000, right? Yes. We also, um, Commissioner Grossman reminded us at the break, we also have not sold the Station 4 yet. We've not accounted for any potential revenue from that. So we could put a conservative number in revenue Excellent for the idea. sale of that building, which yeah. is currently listed at, well, will currently be listed at 220000 so we could cut some off of that number and put a more conservative number into the revenue for that. So I mean, even if we're just looking at just that revenue and we can exclude the 350, whatever, we're still, I mean, I know it's less, but we'll still be in the black, all those other additionals. You see what I'm saying? How much will any in this building and do you think we will have it sold by the end of 2024? Let me answer that. Please, Josh's figure he just said was 220. It's, it's currently listed at 220. I was going to turn to Commissioner Brosman because he's as familiar as I am with Schulenberg I mean, real estate values. To me, worst, that's that's very plausible. Say worst case scenario. Say worst case scenario, it's 180. Say even a little bit less than that. What are, what are we trying to make up? 130 something. 131. I'm gonna I can guarantee it's going to be more than 130. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, I, mean, I, I would I would think it's going to be in the neighborhood of two, maybe even over. What do you got it priced at? Uh, put it at two twenty. Man, I'm surprised that thing hadn't sold. Yeah. So I mean, just put a conservative number one eighty, maybe. Okay. Just guessing. And y'all are. Mr. Balin, you familiar with that building? That seems like an awful reasonable price in today's world. That's conservative, right? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Especially with the location and everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's plenty of money at that at that price point. There's plenty of money to buy and completely repurpose the building. Okay. I just want to throw in though, even though we're putting that, we're not selling it for that. We're going to hold off for as much money. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just just we're going. No. To we're not just going to mark it down. Right. No. <laughs> that was just something that. Ten, ten offers are one eighty. It's an estimated <laughs> revenue. It was not included in there, and I can add that in. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so then you're also taking out the ambulance? Two eighty? No, we didn't take out the ambulance. Okay. Okay. We didn't take out the only thing, so I'll just go and just so just so everybody's clear, the reason we're not taking it out is because Josh's still gonna get it. I was just throwing that out as a, if the donor were, were to buy specifically for that. But if the donor comes through, we're not gonna buy two ambulances. There you that's, go. That's not what we're angling. Right. Yeah. We'll leave that money just right. so. 
So we got some work to do, Bruce, but you got to sell that building. That's the realtor's job. That's why they get a commission. Get your classmate, keep the bill on that. That's why they get a commission. <laughs> How do y'all feel about this? Another thing that was brought up and I got email from a retiree was COLA for retirees. Just FYI, we checked into it, and it would cost about a lump sum fee of $500,000 for 1%. And by the conversation, I don't, don't think that will happen. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was checked into just to. Okay. What was that final figure you had, 40 way? Uh, So your 48 plus uh, ahead is not putting in the 350? Correct. Well, that's encouraging. <laughs> so, I mean, we can, we're still putting that in there. Um, but as far as, you know, if it doesn't happen, that's what we're looking at. It's not going to not she's doing that how is the constable's grant figured through SNL 22 how does that what's the reimbursement process on that 
I don't, can you explain the three to one? I don't, what, what are they? I don't know yet. I mean, in all honesty, until they make some decisions on how those rules are going to apply, they're just going to require the county to match whatever dollar that they gave to give us, we got to match. Whatever the difference is, I think, to get them to that minimum of 45, we would have to pay 75% of that. They would have always paced the other. That's correct. Right. Right. Yeah. Three to one, and the county's three. And once you use, once they're at the minimum, you can use it for salary or equipment. Again, you're paying three, they're paying one. Gotcha. So the constables is not near as, as good as the other two. No, it's right. not near as clean or, yeah. As, and as I, I think, I don't know that there's a dollar amount attached to it. I think it's just getting them to that minimum, correct? I thought there was a like 250000 for our I think you that did. I think you did qualify, Miss Hahn, that we would be able to ask for two out of the four constables. Correct. We can mm -hmm. only ask for two out of the four because traffic enforcement is what they're looking at facing this on. Well, after look, after hearing this, and Roger, I hate to put you on the spot here, but. I don't know if that's a really good deal. I almost think we'd be better off just paying their stipend for full house security and that a little bit more. I mean, it wouldn't be the match, but my, my fear, Rogers, when this goes away, if it does, we'd be stuck up here. Uh, and the match isn't near, it's like the sheriff's department, it's, it's 100%, yeah. tiny, tiny, but it's only a, we're still paying for 75% of it. And I'm still in favor of giving you a raise in, in Billy, but. I don't, don't know if that's the best route to go. Well, you know, it, it's very possible that the rules will change. Uh, once once this program gets started, uh, like we've seen with some of the ARP, they started out very vague, and as it went on, it got much more regimented, uh, simply because those kind of questions are going to start coming up. And I guess kind of the, just Roger, so you know, I'm, I'm concerned if something doesn't happen right and the rules get wrote, we can't give you all any extra money for the extra amount of hours you're putting in. Uh, I, I want to I want to be covered both ways, and I don't know how to actually do that right now. Which, and I don't really have an answer for you. Yeah, that's going to be hard. So originally, the agreement was 300 traffic and 200 courtrooms. Mm -hmm. Last year, I had over 400 traffic and over 300 court and as of today, I got about 270 traffic and 190 court, and we're in Yeah, And I don't count the trips I take with the jailers. And I do that on my own free will, just helping them out and uh, whatever else I do. And that'll, I mean, it's a great help to the sheriff's department. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, I, I'm, I'm totally for it, and I, I, I think you and Billy both deserve a little bit more money, and I'm not trying to take it away, but I'm just, how do we figure this into 
the unknowns about Senate Bill 22 is what I, I'd like to have something maybe ironed out a little bit beforehand just to ensure that y'all get a little extra money for next year. Yeah. It, it will make a big difference if you look at the I mean, I guess we could leave it, I mean, we're kind of getting into the next one, but it does tie to this, is we could leave it in there as it's proposed, and since that dollar amount is there, we we will have the ability to pay a portion of that or 100% of that. As long as it's in there, we just, if we keep you down low like you are now, just with a 5% raise across the board, that's, that's the max we can go. So if we keep it in there, but how do we word it so... If something happens with Senate Bill 22, doesn't happen, we still have some discretion to it's raise that. Contingent on that, those are my items. I know that, but yeah. if we decide not to go the route of the Senate Bill, but still want to give them a raise, how can we? Because if it oh. just doesn't, because we don't know enough about the rules of the constable, that's a really vague. Well, let's get the rules first, right, Angela? Yeah. Well, we won't well, get the rules till. I don't expect us to get the rules. Quite a while. Yeah. I, yeah, they can't. They can't even start working on the rules until September first, and then they have to open whatever proposed rules for public comment, and then it has to go through that legislative process or administrative process, I should say. Yeah, I don't expect the rules to be issued Cindy, you got some thoughts for us? Just plugging in the hundred eighty thousand for the EMS building and the three hundred fifty thousand for the um, sheriffs. Grant line item that brings us up to seventy-six thousand in the black. Now, that does not count me removing any sheriff's vehicles or adjusting the a grant uh, specialist line item for that. That's going to be something I have to go back and recalculate in the office. Uh, I do. That's an eighty-five thousand dollar item. Correct. Yes, sir. And I do suggest we do. Sure. Do that. Uh, that would then probably put us up to about uh, 130000 then in the black. Yeah, regardless of what we do, we definitely need to take out that $85,000 salary. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see that coming back. Angela's doing too good of a job with both. Trying. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of great help, you know. What that note would be, do y'all want me to leave those four sheriff's vehicles in there? Do y'all want me to just budget for that's sheriff's call. I mean that's not our it's not our fault. Hopefully we'll get them in this year, we won't have to worry about them being okay. in next year. <laughs> Absolutely. That's then I will take those out plan. and that will And just so I'm clear, the ambulance is in. The ambulance is in. So that'd be even a bigger plus if the grant comes, if the donation comes through. Yes. Then that was possibly a donation for EMS and the sheriff's department. Yes. Right. And that could go to the equipment too. Well, it would have to. It would. It would have to. 
Because we wouldn't want it going to salaries. And that would cover those cars. I mean, those are full cars. Mm -hmm. Right. Or the radios. Well, and I do currently have budgeted. I have currently budgeted 10 radios out of the capital outlay fund and 10 radios out of the sheriff's fund. So that's 20 radials we do have budgeted for next year. So how many do they have total? They need to be, how many do y'all have total that need to be replaced? You know? Be uh, probably around at least 32, I think, because we have replaced five already. So that's a way. Through forfeiture, through forfeiture, like six grand each. It depends on which one you get. Yeah, we start like 2300 on the So then y'all roughly have what ten left to do in the next two years then? So that's not that's not that big of a Any other discussion on item number twenty five? When's the final, when do we have to have everything completely finished on the total budget? Not the elected officials, but the total budget. Everything has to be filed at the county court's office by August 15th. I will go back and plug in the changes we have, and I can get that out to you all this afternoon. Um, I guess voting on it would be, oh, you mean like adopting our company? yes well that so we will still have to later on in the next couple items we're going to set our public hearing for the budget and the, the hearing for the tax rate um and so we're planning on doing all of that at the september 14th meeting we'll have our august 30th budget um oh, uh, public hearing and then the tax hearing will be on the 14th, and then all of our other budget items, like we traditionally have done. And that's when it has to be signed, really. Yes, so that's when it's, yes. Is that no. public hearing in here? Um, I believe that I checked with the district clerk, and, uh, I mean district court, and we will have it downstairs. Okay. Um, do we have to vote on a proposed budget or not? That's another item down here. So um, later on, we do uh, uh, the item reads approve the proposed budget and authorize the auditor to file with the clerk. But if she still needs to make changes, we can authorize her to make those changes and do that no later than August 15th. But we're still allowed to make changes if we have to until September? Uh, yes, because it's a proposed budget, so the only thing we cannot exceed, we can we can go down. Yes. Okay. Don't you have to approve the proposed budget today? Well, that's what we have that on there. Yes, but we have it until August fifteenth, where it has to be filed. Right. So that's I mean, the code. Yes. What we have to file? What we have to have another special meeting to approve it once the changes are made? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. They, they, they can. They as long can as you make the motion, approving it with the her her changes that they discussed, and then you know, 
Okay, well, here's the deal, guys. We started this discussion with Troy Brennick, his request for funding for various departments, and we've discussed revenues and expenditures. So I would like to make a motion that we bring this item to a close. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. The next item is consider and take appropriate action to propose salaries, expenses, and allowances of elected county and precinct officers for the 2024 year. legal suggestion on the constables how can we word it on there if we don't do Senate Bill 22 for the constables where we could still be able to give them increase the two constables stipend um, without making a paragraph sure that's a good question I mean even though it says contingent on that could we still do it if we don't because I mean it's it's contingent to the whole amount if we get Senate Bill 22, but sure. if we don't get it, so we can still give them something, would that would that wording be okay still? I think that would be fine. Because okay. um, when, when it got brought up earlier, my instant thought is I, I wonder if TAC has already had proposed language for that. Um, I can certainly reach out to them and find out, so we can't be the only people that are considering the same thing given kind of the vagueness of the constable position within the bill. But we have um, to do that today. I can't wait, right? Yeah. Well, it's, what, when does it have to be at the paper? The uh, elected officials doesn't have to be yeah. in the paper until, um, what did we say? Uh, well, 10 days or something before us having a hearing on it. Okay. Yeah, but my only thought to that is that those funds are in our proposed budget so we can't go up from it right that would be the only thing um no we would be going down right no i know i'm just i'm just well saying, so saying either <laughs> way, it would be fine okay. i'm just curious if they're i mean we'd have to set an amount if this doesn't go through for them to give them an increase and be in the future but at least it's the availability is there right i, I agree i think that'd be prudent so you would have because what the what is the percentage, right? Is that the five percent for elected officials? Five percent for the elected officials, the exception of those. I just whatever your motion is, I think you need to be very clear on what you're saying. Now, understanding that if we are going to apply for the constables SB twenty two, then you do have to have that amount for them at that rate. Right. It's not in their current budget at that. But that's contingent we're going to get that money to pay that. And pretty much if y'all did say it was the three to one, I think I figured that would be approximately maybe eleven thousand we would get, which we're uh, roughly suggesting ten thousand for them. Per per the two or Together. The two because they have to be for the current. But that that ten thousand number. Twice. That's it's per. Two. Yes, per oh. each one. Okay. Because we have to have them up to the forty-five thousand dollar. Okay. Amount. 
On the contingent on the SB22, like those, where, where did those numbers come from? Like for the sheriff and like for the constable one and the constable two, who came up with those the numbers? The state senate bill, that was a set number for the whole state. So this, they'll say the if you apply for it, the sheriff in that department gets $15,800 on top Correct. of that? Correct. Those other ones get different amounts based on the size of the county. Is that salary for the sheriff? So, Fifteen thousand eight. That's 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 set by the state. That's not y'all. You didn't set that. Nobody said that. The minimum salary in the SB twenty two is seventy five thousand. Seventy five thousand. The SB it's the minimum salary for the sheriff is seventy five thousand. Oh yeah, right, right. right. With the but if I get it, then we meet the threshold where I can apply for the grant. Right. I don't think there's any scenario under which you're going you're to get a raise that's less than what's needed. To answer your question, Commissioner, the bill provides directly how much as a lump sum the department would get given the, the population size of each individual county. Um, and then they allow us or the individual departments to, to disperse it based on a set of criteria, which, you know, we, we're not really sure what they are, except for the salary position. Also, like on this, so just in the uh, additional stipends, on the on the constables down here, so I see the salary, like for all you, you uh, it's, so precinct two is 22,491. So the 16.5, that's for, that's for the security, extra work it does? And certificate pay is the extra yeah. traffic, the courthouse yeah. certificate. That's what that is. The yeah. sixteen thousand is to bring him up to the forty-five, right, Blake? No, the ten thousand is to bring him up. And then that, okay, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sixteen one. Yeah. Okay, so then on the three and four, that they're not going to be added in there. What is the sixty-two hundred dollars for? And the eighty-six for certificate pay. Okay. Because Robert Chambers doesn't have his master certificate. Yeah, that's why he's less. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Also, Bob, yeah. <laughs> well, neither of the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're both in the same boat. So. It's just the ones I have to pick it. So. Yeah. I'm going to ask again. I, I'd like to know why the sheriff's salary has proposed $15,000 higher this week than last week. I'd like to know that. I mean, it's, uh, again, it's a very large increase. I, I'm just curious what. Well, Miss Austin, I'm sorry to throw you under the bus here, but between that conversation that you and uh, Miss Avelka have had mm -hmm. over the weeks, how did tell us? Can you explain to Mr. Burnson's question? So we, um, the last time that we met, it was just based off of the uh, five percent. We had not talked about SB twenty-two yet, and so when that came to light. We took the opportunity here to increase the salary with those funds. So it's just a salary increase. I mean, using those funds, but we're budgeting for the five percent, just like we are for the other elected officials. Okay. Thank you. Yes. So we're budgeting a fifteen thousand dollar eighty-seven dollar raise. Well, no. <laughs> you just said all positions. So. <laughs> I 
What did I say? All, like all the other well, the five percent for all elected. I meant that he was included in that calculation of the five percent. Um, but but that, that is he just has the opportunity to increase that with the additional funds from SB twenty two. Okay, that so doesn't happen. He still is at the five percent. What his six? What is when he gets his five percent? It's going to be seventy six thousand dollars. Seventy six thousand eighty three dollars. That's what is five percent, right? Yes, sir. So, sure. we, and so we, he'll be he'll we, be at the minimum. We meet that meet yes. that minimum requirement. So, but then the fifteen thousand eight hundred eight dollars and forty cents. That's what the state says we can allow him to get. He no, there's no one like to that's get. That's what I asked. Who put that number there? Who y'all said the state said we can use that number? They this, what we're saying is that the state is allowing us to supplement those. Salaries, okay. share deputies for. Let's I'm I didn't put the fifteen thousand. At the who risk, added the fifteen thousand. At the risk of complicating this conversation, that seventy-six, he also gets a four thousand stipend, which brings him to right to eighty-one. Sure. And then Cindy and Cassie took some of the SP money sure. and filtered that into that figure. Okay. Does not mean he may take it. It's just that because of the fact we have to advertise it. If he wants to use any of the SP money, it has to be already advertised in the newspaper. I understand. I was just asking the question because nobody asked me, or I don't. I didn't ask. No one said, Harvey. Do you think I was asking where fifteen thousand eight dollars and forty-seven cents come from? Those are numbers that y'all put together and said this is what we can. Okay. I'm just asking. I mean, I I would love to get a fifteen thousand dollar raise too, but I don't. I, I can't justify that for myself. I mean, I mean, I apologize about you that. I could if you were getting that of bill money. Still, though, I mean, honestly, if, if that came about, I, I would turn around and put it into equipment for my guys, or I would give it to my guys. I mean, I mean, yes, I want the money, but I mean, that's been the whole thing: is we can't get people to work here, we can't do this. That's not helping the people on the bottom. And I, mean, I apologize, it's just it's a very big increase for them. It is here. helping them on the bottom because you can't raise them up above. But, so, but this is the, per the people on the top. I'm just, talking about, I'm just talking about the top one being yourself. I'm just saying isn't helping the people on the bottom. It will later. If you got 350000 and then you're spending 15000 there, how much does that leave? But it also, too, I go back to, I mean, it can be used for equipment. It can be used for upgrades. It doesn't all have to be used for salaries. And the problem with salaries is salaries are perpetual. They go on forever. It's either, and if we can't afford them, we have to cut. And, and I don't state, want to cut. And the state is talking about that being perpetual. But I, I wouldn't bank on that. I really wouldn't. I mean, I hope, I hope it all is. I mean, but I just, I mean, e even the whole, the, the state comptroller and Lowell School Clerk's office said three years. The same exact day y'all came here last meeting, I get an email from Texas Association of Counties that says two years. So it may be three years, and I realize the money and allocation is there, but we don't know. And the, the, it could be a clean house. I mean, it's a new legislative session next time. Um, but I mean, like I said, I, we all want more money. I'm not going to say that. It's just, it's, it's a large increase. I, don't, I just can't be for that. And there's no guarantee that you're going to get it either. I agree. I mean, if you yeah. publicize it, that there's no guarantee it's coming. Right. 
you could probably say the contingent upon that. So Cindy, you was talking about these figures would be just to put in the paper. It has to be. And we can go down, but we can't go up. Correct. Mm -hmm. And if you get to 350, then it's taken out of there. <clears throat> Commissioner, have you looked at what chiefs in our county meet? Chief of police in our county. No, I haven't. Look at it one time. Yeah. Our sheriff is below what the chiefs are, and he runs the entire county. He runs the department. He runs dispatch. He runs our jail. And, and I would think that you would be proud that he could get this money. Well, and I, I did look at other sheriffs. I mean, I, I I did a survey of every county. Every county that y'all did a survey on for that was, and, and I don't think I've ever said publicly. Whoever put y'all's book together for, for salary surveys this year did a great job. I mean, it was very informative. A lot of time was spent. It was a very good job. I went off and looked at what the sheriffs made. And I didn't just do sheriffs. I did county commissioners. I did Texas. I did all the elected officials. And we're really in line with everybody. And I believe, if, and I can't remember exactly, but the only other county around us, that their sheriff makes more is Washington County. Uh, and I believe that amount was 88000 uh, and that was this year's. What's wrong with us leading a little bit? Our, our deputies do a great job in this county. If you look at all that, look at what the arrests they make, what they're doing protecting the citizens. And, and, and a big portion of that is your leadership. I'm not opposed to giving a 7% raise to the deputies and all that. And I'm not opposed to giving the sheriff 5% like all the other elected officials. I'm not against that. I just, I have to justify it to the public when they come to me. And I just think, it, I mean, I don't know the percentage, if it's 20, 30%, it's a large amount of money. Okay. I mean, let's say you do this 5%, like you said, and then that Senate bill money comes through, so everybody gets a raise except the leader. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're still budgeting 7%, regardless whether it gets Senate bill, whatever. Your deputies and all, they're getting 7%, whether we get Senate bill or not. It's in there. So it's, it's, it's done. Once the Senate bill kicks in, though, and the chief deputy's going to get a portion of that 350000 because of the raises, that's possibly what we're going to use the money for, and he's going to be making more than our share. But the chief deputy is already going to get 7%. Understood, but we're getting the 350000 because that's going to go for the raises. That's what the Senate bill is for. So what y'all are proposing is we're only going to use the money for 350000 for raises. That ain't what we said. Well, we're saying we want to use some other information. Well, we got to have it in the budget. Well, then put it in there. <laughs> so today's the day. That's it. So, I mean, because so we have, we have 7%, percent, but it's, it's already in there whether we get it or not. So now you're saying if you want to increase it more than that, it has to be in there today. I can't tell you what to put it in there. I mean, Isn't that what this discussion is for today? Well, actually, we already passed the, that, I mean, because that was in the, the budget workshop. Now we're on elected officials. So, I guess my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, Commissioner, you're you're saying that the seven percent that you're going to give to our agency needs to come out of that three hundred fifty thousand. No, it's already in the budget. Okay, regardless right. whether we so get so that three hundred fifty thousand is comes in, then we're 
what are we supposed to use the money for? Equipment? The entire three hundred fifty thousand? Right. Is that what you're suggesting? Right now, it's so in then our department is only going to use that three hundred fifty thousand for equipment. Then we're going to be behind all these other agencies that's getting the same amount of money, and that's that's what our whole spill was to you guys is that we need to compete and stay within range of these other counties that are going to be giving out this money. You're going to put us right. We're going to start losing people again because they're not going to stay here when they're going to be making ten thousand, fifteen thousand less than other counties can pay them because they're going to be using that money towards their budget and they're going to probably get raises to their personnel. But the whole thing is if we're going to do this, we were supposed to put it in the budget for what we think it's going to be. It's already supposed to be budgeted. Now we're using 350000 in revenue, but we're not, we didn't put any expenses in. If we just say we're going to use expenses, then our whole numbers are off now again because we haven't budgeted any expenses because we haven't come up with any, but we're using the revenue. So that's not going to make it balance. So they could have used, well, they could have said two hundred thousand is going to go to salaries and one hundred fifty for revenue. I mean for uh, equipment. Could have done it however. Could have done it I mean, or whatever, one seventy five and whatever for salaries. That, well, that should have been it, done. It is in there. It is in that book of salaries from one forty seven. That's prior to y'all saying you're giving a raise. And prior to the Senate bill, we even knowing about the Senate bill. Well, I mean, I just want you to know, the seven percent's in there for the right. I mean, that's in there. It's, it's in there now. Regardless, correct. Yeah. But the uh, and that, we proposed one hundred forty-seven, just getting the employees up. It's in every one of your books. Yeah. Senate Bill twenty-two came in later. They haven't even got the rules on. So how can you say, you know, we if we get it, then what do you do? Amend the budget? Well, we if if we're if we're going to go that route, then we need to pull that three hundred fifty back out of revenue because we don't know if we're going to get it. I mean, if it's well, in there now, and you say we're going to use it for for increases in salaries, well, it then would we be that, and, the, it's, and it can be used for new position, and can it use be for equipment also? Yeah, and ways to list all the equipment yeah. in your deal of what we're going to use it for, because you don't know. I mean, so. it doesn't take anything. If we got to buy in the next year's budget that didn't come in this year, then we it up right there. And just to maybe provide a little bit of clarity, my Please. understanding as far as including the raises in the budget, the, it's the portion of the the influx of money that we would receive as part of the bill, um, the portion that we have to budget for salaries is just to get to the minimum. Um, and so as long as we meet that requirement, the Sheriff's Department can still use the money that's that's received to supplement further past. Can I get that? And equipment. But if we're going to use the revenue in the 2024 budget, and we know we're going to use it for other stuff, basically we're using the revenue right now to fund all these expenses to make the budget balance. She didn't put it in. She didn't no, put it in. She, yeah, she took it out. She took it and they're going to use the. They're using that for forfeiture and the other stuff. Is the SB 22 in the budget? Yes. I was asked just now to put the three hundred fifty thousand dollars in, in the there. revenue budget, and I did, along with the hundred and eighty thousand for the EMS building. That is in the revenue budget. So you put those two in there, and you took out the cars? No, I have not taken out the cars yet because I have to go back to the office to take out the cars and to take out the salary for uh, the grant specialists. And then I will have that. I will have that. Because I thought a while ago, I thought you said that you didn't put the 350 after we did the EMS, the Grant Specialist HUD, and the cars. No, I did say I put it in there. That's what I calculated in there for you. The 350000 and the 180000 for the EMS building. 
That is included now in the revenue, which has brought us up into the black for 76,000. Now when I go and take the cars out from the sheriff's department, and I go when I take out the grant specialist, that is another... I thought we were at 131 before we even said... That was a negative 131. <clears throat> yes, I know, but I thought we were at 131 before we even said put the 350 in. When we had 131 negative, and then right. we set the 350, yes. and now we have 180, and then we have 85, well, that doesn't come out to 76. Yeah, that's what they were talking about, was taking that 237 out, the 85, and then budgeting the 180. That would have given us that 48. I know that you did it a little different to do your numbers, but I think that that's what yeah. they all understood that to be. When I added the, the two items in there for that, then I'm going to take the 237500 out, and I'm going to take the 80 out, that is what suggested. That will give me a balance budget of 393500 Taking the sheriff's vehicle out and the grant specialist, and that's an estimate. And that's what the 180 for the... That's what the 180 for the sheriff's grants. Now, if I take the sheriff's grants out, that gives you... No, don't do that. 43,000 for the MHMR that is not plugged in. <coughs> so where we hear where we hit a roadblock on this agenda item is Commissioner Birkenhoff and Commissioner McBroom's comments, well, the ideas, thoughts about the sheriff's salary. No, I, I had wondered who put that in there. Okay. That's why I was just asking where the 15000 came from. Okay, and, and the I'm answer is yes, Ms. Avilka plugged, in. Okay. plugged it in. And I plugged it in based on other So if we pass this budget, if we pass this item on the agenda, the sheriff's salary will be the same as the Mr. Vandiver. You using monies from the state. It could otherwise go to offset a regular budget. So just because just it's coming from the state doesn't mean it's free money to do with 
what you want. It's, it still could be offsetting our tax burden because it can go salary or to tax burden going up. They're keeping the same tax burden. Well, the, the taxes collected by the county government's gone up by 2.8 million in this budget. So you can talk about tax rates, but the tax burden is going up because the government is collecting more taxes. Because the government is spending more in money by two hundred million dollars, roughly ten point three percent. So, Ms. Avelka, if you would please give us a recap of the proposed salaries, elected officials, and everything, starting with a five percent for all employees. Correct. Five percent for all employees. Five percent for all elected officials. Um, with the exception of the EMS's department, but what he proposed, which was I think 10, 7, and 5, then um, the elected officials, what would be the notice of the paper, would be the contingent on the SB 22s for the con sheriff and the constable precinct 1 and precinct 2. Um, on precinct 1 and 2s, if we are to pursue the SB 22, they do have to be at $45,000 before we can even apply for that. And that's the extent? Fifteen thousand eight dollars, Sheriff. I'm not trying to put you on, on the spot, but that's what you asked for out of this money to get you at the ninety, whatever thousand. Correct. I think they'll yes, sir. Level out the emergency services pay okay. for your leadership for the emergency. <clears throat> it's been in arrears for several years. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I get you totally. And I mean, you got the perfect opportunity to state, put that money forward for that purpose, for raises for law enforcement. Last time I checked, the sheriff was ahead of law enforcement. Yeah, yeah. So when you retire one day, which you will, we can drop that salary back down to whatever we need to at that point. We're not tied into giving the next sheriff that money, are we? By any law? at least eight or 12 years, because I plan on keeping on coming. Well, I mean, at 97,000, I would, I would keep working too, sir. <laughs> so with the SB money, the sheriff will get a $15,000 raise and the constables will get ten. That's what we're saying. From yes. that money alone. Right. And from two different accounts. One for three fifty and one for And the way you, the way you made that comment or question, Commissioner, is a pretty good synopsis of it. That's the situation we're looking at. So this, when we pass this, it's going to be. 
was just proposed with the contingent that the SB 22 passes, which. Yes, that's what it states down there. It's already passed. It's with the contingency that they're actually going to fund it. Okay, yeah, I got to the government to how the rules he wrote. Because I'm telling you, you'll get 350000 It's your department. Y'all spend it. I mean, that's, I have no say in that. You don't say what I spend mine on. I, I have no problem with that, with the way y'all spend your money, because y'all know what y'all need. It's not a problem with that. Same thing with Chicago. What we like to do is restructure where there's steps in there. When we get it, we'll look at what's allowed in there and restructure so there's differential pay between a deputy five and a sergeant to a lieutenant. So there's some step increases there where it's incentive for people to stay here and promote within is what I hope is. And doing that shouldn't cost all that much. We should still have plenty left over to put the board equipment or whatever, building repairs or whatever it is. We've been very conservative over all these years. I've never really asked for any increase. All we're trying to do now is yeah. I understand that. I don't think there's been anybody more conservative than, than the road bridge. We've been pretty tight ourselves, so we understand where you're at. Sure. It seemed to me that the state wants law enforcement to be better compensated. That's the whole crux of the of the bill, as I say. So we have to make a decision here today on whether we're going to go along with what's been proposed. So I'm going to say that it's my belief that we should go along with what we've discussed here today and what's in front of us. And I'll put that in the form of a motion. So this is what would be printed. This is what you'd put in the paper. As long as that If Senate Bill 22 doesn't come, can we basically have an agenda item in the future to come up with a rate to pay them extra for the duties they do because of the extra hours? Or sure. Yeah. Because the max salary will be in the paper. I mean, as long as we don't see the max salary. Sure. Yeah. The max item. And this is what I will be putting in the paper. Well, if the motion passes. Yes. And I'm still waiting on a second. I'll second it. <coughs> Motion's been made and seconded by uh, Judge Miller and seconded by Commissioner Starnoddle. All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh, aye. Opposed? Aye. All right. Where's our agenda? Man, we spent a lot of time on the last two. We're on number 27. Yes, sir. Yes. 
consider and take appropriate action in authorizing the county auditor to publish proposed salaries, expenses, and allowances of elected county and precinct officers for the year 2024. So basically, we're recapping what we've had this conversation and now saying if we want to put that in the paper, authorizing her. Well, unless anybody wants conversation, I'm going to put that in the form of a motion. I'll second it. Motion been made by Miller, seconded by Commissioner Sternoddle. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Just put it in the paper. <laughs> I'm sorry? So I'm just saying it was just to put it in the paper. Next item is discuss and propose the 2023 tax rate and if necessary schedule public hearings <clears throat> and authorize notices to be placed in the paper. So if I'm understanding this, <clears throat> Ms. Austin, we're going to propose the tax rate and then schedule a public hearing for that tax rate. Yes, our budget public hearing and then the tax rate hearing. Okay. Which All right. Oh, um, so point four four point four one one nine six. The date August thirtieth, twenty twenty three, and September fourteenth. I provided you guys a printout with the uh, <coughs> dates on there. August 30th for the uh, budget at 9 a.m. Uh, we're going to have that in the courtroom. And then September 14th at our regular meeting for the tax rate. That's September, September 14th. That would be a regular tax, um, regular meeting day? Yes, sir. All right. I move to place a proposal on an agenda of a future meeting to adopt a specific a specific tax rate for Fayette County of 0.41196 per hundred dollar of taxable value to be set the dates and times of the public hearings on the proposed budget and propose a tax rate as follows August August 30th 2023 at 9 a.m. for the budget hearing and September 14 2023 at 9 a.m. for the tax rate hearing and to authorize the publishing of the notice in the newspaper concerning the proposed tax rate and the budget public hearing. I will second that. Motion been made by Commissioner Brosman, seconded by Miller. All in favor say aye. Aye. Uh. Opposed? Motion carries. I do remind you we've got a couple of supplemental items, but we're not there yet. 29. Yeah, we're at 29 now. Right. Approve the proposed 2024 Fayette County budget and authorize the county auditor to file with the county clerk. This is what I was talking about earlier with the changes that y'all wanted her to make to include in there that we talked about in your budget workshop and then it needs to be filed by August 15th. But this proposed budget has, in the EMS department, it has the 10% raises that they want? The 10, the 7, number 5. Broke down a little. I'm sorry, Commissioner. What, what was your question? The, in the EMS. 
They're proposing a 10, a 7, and a 5. Okay. I don't particularly like the 10. I like the 7 and the 5. Is what I, I would rather see the department pay. We, over the past two years since COVID, they've, they've, we've given a lot of money has gone to that department. And I just think if anybody needs to try to cut a little bit, it would be the EMS department. I understand they have a difficult time finding employees for the sheriff department. So do a lot of us, other departments. I just think that some of the 10% is a little more. I just think that, you know, we've all sitting back and taking less sometimes too. And I just think that the department is seven, a seven and a five is sufficient for that department. Next year's another budget. You can ask for a few more cents next year, but I just I, I'm, I don't like the ten percent in that department. How many more on the ten percent? Some of them are eleven percent. Yeah, it's. How many would be affected by that ten percent? It's hard to say offhand. I can say confidently that the ten um, is for for the director, for the assistant director, for the admin role would be five. And then it, it fluctuates between 3% and 11% because he used it to restructure. Mm -hmm. So there are, if you took his whole budget, it's not 10%. It's, it's definitely under that in a whole collectively. He did. I don't, I don't, I think, I think it might be even a little bit less than that um, because we ran some data from last year and what his part timers were actually working and it was inflated quite a bit, none of them were reaching that max, so we, we really shaved, you know, to restructure him where he, he feels he needs to be to hire. Right. So. The one position that he's asking for a raise is one that he doesn't even have filled yet? Uh, I think it's in the process of, okay. um, it's not completed yet, uh, but it, the 10% does apply to that one, because I know we put it back in the budget in 2023 <coughs> at folks to hire, and he's applied the 10% to that for 2024. I mean, we're giving the sheriff department seven <clears throat> and of course they may get some on top of that with this bill but he doesn't have that luxury that i just i feel like five and seven is enough right now for everybody and then i mean i would like to give my guy seven and, we, and we're selling on five so I, I don't understand why the ems department can't do the same at this point there's another budget year next year ask for a little more than you He's up the, the leader. He's asking for 10 for himself. Right. And, okay. and because we do a budget line item increase, you know, it's up to them to, to allocate those funds as they want. If we were doing everyone gets 5% across the board for every individual, which would be more of a COLA, then it would be strictly different. But that's not my understanding of how it works. I mean, I agree with the RV. It's, I think 10 is a little excessive. I mean, if, if we were just. We gave 5% last year. We do 10% this year. That's a 15% raise. But I'm okay with giving them like an overall 7% raise like the Sheriff's Department. I mean, it's it's a hard to find. I mean, it's a harder job to find people to come to. But I, I just I go back to we got to watch the money coming in in the future. 
I mean, all elected officials, when we get a five, and we give our, if our employees get a five, we take a five. We've never taken more than what we've given them. And I just, you know, I, I, I just, I think the seven is, is enough to get by and then, you know, and then next year I have to address it again because I'm sure everyone's going to come back next year and going to want something again. How much is EMS looking for projected to go over on the revenues for this year? Because they read 1.6 and you said 2 million? That's right. He has. I'd say it's right around that. Two million more. Is what he's asking to put in the budget. So they're bringing in four hundred thousand dollars more than what we expected for the EMS. What he is currently at right now, as of July. But you also have to look at. I mean, it's a four million dollar budget, and only two million dollars is coming back. You want, you're looking at that comparison. There's still two million dollars not being. Recoup, but I mean, it's a service. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, compared to what it used to be in the past, it's a big, huge difference. We're going in the right direction, 100%. Currently, he's budgeted at 1.62 of uh, total revenue. Uh, collect this year, and he's collected right as You want to put that in the form of a motion? Well, I, I don't want to upset the budget because I think it's too much. I mean, I, I don't think he's willing to back down. I don't know if I know it is, but I mean, if we approve it at that, he's going, they're going to get a 10% and I'm not, I'm not in favor of that. Well, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, but isn't this something that you should have brought up like item number? 27 or? I did. I said for one of the first things I said. But, but, but you voted yes on 27. I was accept all comments. I was accept comments on it. Accepted all the comments on it. I think we need to move by. Josh is not elected. 25. That probably should have been a good conversation to have while Josh was here. Not a good Yeah. Well, I mean, I understand this conversation is going to be we need it to hire more people. That's what it's going to be. I know this past year, whenever he lost three employees, he told me that there was two months that went by that he never had one application that came in to fill those spots. And so that's when he really got worried. Okay, but then give it to the people that you need to hire. He's already hired. You're already making 90 grand. Lower, he's asking for 10 or 11. I'm just speaking to, to the, them. I'm just speaking to the rest of the people. I'm bumping the rest of them up. I'm not speaking to what he wants. I'm just talking about the one spot to where he's having a hard time getting good qualified people. So that's so, what he relayed to me. So I understand. So the position he's looking for is he often about is trying to get them 10 because it's not, it's only for a few positions on the top. From what I understand on his proposal, it was 10% for EMS, 7% for captains, 5% for the admin. That is what he proposed. It is. Right? It's right here. The paramedics and EMT are 10% for the director, 10% for assistant director, uh, administrative assistant 5. Then we're going to get into captains or 7. There's paramedic lieutenant. Now will be 
there's a seven, four and a half percent, and a five and a half percent. And then we get into paramedics, and it's going to be four percent to eleven percent. And then you get the EMTs, it's eleven plus percent. And I can say, because me and Josh kind of it seemed to happen at the same time. I did the five and seven as requested by the court, and then Josh met with me, and I kind of just similar to share what your needs were, what you actually wanted. So as you can see, bottom line, what that looked like, it it is aligned with seven, five, and ten. It is used over, in a, over. a little bit different, yeah, a little bit different way to. to Correct, it looks like some inherited bad steps <laughs> just to kind of fix it. So it looks, yeah. And did I hear you say earlier, Paula, that it's three people, 10%? It's hard to say. It's really two, I can confirm that it is two at 10%. Um, and I know the 7%, it's when he restructured all his paramedics kind of based on whatever his merit or longevity or whatever he, he sees kind of ranges between that 4% and 11%, it just kind of fluctuates. Um, but I can say collectively his budget is under a 10% increase, but I, I don't know what that number is. I believe it's probably higher than seven. Uh, Lower than 10, but more than seven. Yeah. Josh does a one heck of a job for us and <clears throat> what he proposed I feel is very well online I don't think that he asked for anything he doesn't need he never has in the past um, I think he's having a turnover of paramedics every what three years right now I feel that my personal opinion is that with the struggling that we are having with our hospital and our, and our medical services. I don't think this is a good time for us to be trying to shorten anybody on that end of the deal, for sure. I think we're counting on them more now than ever. Susan, you're not 42% for your Well, I just think it seems like every, I mean, you know, if you're really struggling and you need some, you really need people. I mean, he's asking for ten and he's already making a lot of money. That's a lot. That's a pretty good raise he's going to get himself. You need your money for your bottom end of your people, but you know, if he needs it, he needs it. I mean, he feels like he needs the raise, so then you know. Then he's going I, don't to think, I don't think any of us are saying he's doing a bad job. Oh, absolutely not. Doing, I think he's doing that. And, and and I think we're all in favor of giving him some extra money. As the, the sheriff's department, we're in favor of that. It's just there comes a point you're like, how much is too much in one year? I make a motion we uh, approve the proposed 2024 Fayette County budget and authorize the county auditor file with the county clerk. With what changes? So I make sure I have what changes all that I don't think we're going to have any changes, are we? No, it's, it's everything we said all ago. The 
Okay. The 350000 for the sheriff's grant for SB 22, removing the four sheriff's vehicles that we had in there, and then the grant specialist uh, do not budget for her, correct? Correct. And adding the 10000 for the FCCID. Okay. In the cost of this stuff or not? It's already that was part of the, the commissioner. Uh, elected the salaries one. Commissioner, should we put two hundred so that somebody doesn't read that in the paper and think they can buy that place for one eighty? No, I mean I would like to leave it like that so it's conservative. It's to make but, sure. But it's I'm all, not saying we're it's, it's that, awful conservative. Yeah. Just saying we're just okay. going to put it in there to be conservative to make sure we have it covered. Okay. I don't want to shoot a higher rate out there and then we don't get it. So. All right. I think Melody and I both understand y'all's intention. I think we'll, we'll, we'll explain that. Yeah. Very good. Do I have a second to my motion? I'll second it. Motion's been made by Miller, seconded by Sternoddle to approve the proposed 2024 Fayette County budget and authorize the county auditor to file with the county clerk. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Aye. Were you opposed to it? Yes. Three to two. Okay, now we go to a couple of supplemental items. Supplemental items, number one, review, review and approve the order of election for November 7, 2023, special constitutional amendment election. idea why she didn't include this when she was here earlier well, well because it was a supplemental item so we couldn't hear it until after it was posted which was I'll 11 10. I got you yes sir all right I move we approve the order of election for the November 7th 2023 special constitutional amendment election motion has been made by Commissioner Birkenhoff second second by Commissioner McBroom all in favor say aye aye uh, opposed motion carries Final item on the supplemental agenda as well as the regular agenda. The final item for the day is authorized Crystal Landry, Deputy County Clerk, to attend the Texas College of Probate Judges Conference August 30th through September 1, San Antonio. I'll make that motion. Second. Second by Commissioner Boseman. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carried. Will we adjourn? Commissioner Brosman and seconded by Commissioner Sternoddle. We adjourn. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Aye.